0: I'm Gia Casey, and this is a special edition of the Casey Crew. It is an all-girls author's book club in honor of my new book coming out, Real Life, Real Love, Life Lessons on Joy, Pain, and the Magic that Holds Us Together. So these are my real-life friends who had the assignment of reading the book. Some of them just finished as late as last night. So we haven't discussed anything about the book. And we are going to do it here live today with you guys as our audience so that we can kind of take you on, I don't know, this little girl's journey through the book and all of the material. (laughs) So now I get, what's funny about that? (laughs) <laughs> so I'm gonna to get to the, I'm going to get to pick their brains because if you guys have been following our podcast you know that I am dying I'm chomping at the bit for feedback because I want to know how it affects people and these are my girls who can be honest with me and let me know the effect that it had on them so first what I'm going to do is start by letting all of my friends. Introduce themselves and let you know how we're acquainted, how we know each other, how we become friends. So we'll start with Chilka. Oh, hi.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll fix myself over here. Um, so I, I guess, unofficially met you at the kids' birthday party that you had when they were four and five, maybe? something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then after we kind of lost some years, and then we regained our friendship uh, during COVID when mm-hmm. I became unofficial. ACP yes. (laughs) For those who don't know, let them know what a PA is, Physician Associate, um, and everything to do with COVID and health and you know concierge medicine. Um, And then we became friends, and you became my therapist, and here here we are. Okay, sounds good, Ingrid. So you
2: were pregnant with London Mm -hmm. when we met through our good friend Dia. Yeah, we hit it off from like day one, like the first couple hours. Mm-hmm. Spent like five hours in the car talking. I'm um, typical. Five <laughs> 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 like o'clock in the morning. Typical. Um, <laughs> I should have known that. Y'all trying try to say something? Y'all <laughs> trying to say something? Almost <laughs> the same story. Yeah. And um, yeah, she immediately became like my go-to. Fast forward, my big sister, therapist, confidant. Like she knows me. And out a little bit the little bad ugly, and she is my son's
0: godmother. And her son is my only godchild. Oh. And then can you
3: chew? And it will be my bad boy. Um <so laughs> Heather, this is Heather. <laughs> I also met Gia at her baby shower. We were pregnant with Brooklyn mm-hmm. and we had mutual friends, um, a few mutual friends. And they were like, oh, it's going to be a lot of people. You should just come. You'll love it. You guys will get along great. We talked, and you we were at STK, and you were eating everything. I have a picture <laughs> of you with the table, and it was like, and potatoes and vegetables, and she was. I was like, "Oh, same with you." She's like, "No, this is all mine." and
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I eat mean, it you all?
3: All it? I was there like, she, I was like that little person. <laughs> <laughs> when you we were pregnant with Brooklyn, it was that baby. she yeah. was like she that five, two, five. she's not pregnant. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The button. yeah, I know, I know that no, because but no. when we went to Crystal Springs, she was like, "We're going to take steakhouse down and all of this." I was like, "Oh, we're family stuff." She's like, "You can, this is mine." to so, yeah. Then, um, same thing, we had another mutual friend, we were at a birthday dinner, and he was like, oh, I'll drop you to your car. We sat, and it's the stars on the roof, we sat in <laughs> her car and talked for like hours, I'm like, it's like 4 a.m., I'm, I'm like, don't you have to go back to Jersey, <laughs> but we talked and talked, and like, you know, COVID and the years went by, but we've gotten to see each other several times through other friends' things, and... Always great vibes, always great energy. And then I just know that every time I talk to Gita, time just goes away. Mm-hmm. Like hours could go yes. by and everything that we're talking about is just I, like, and you feel so in touch. And this girl wants to know everything. It's not just like, oh, okay, great, nice to talk to you, everybody. She wants the like mini great. Because I care. Yes, I genuinely. I and it have. was one of those first times mm-hmm. when you're like, okay, of my friendship circle, a lot of times you feel like the big sister. Was like, there's is one of the times you're like, oh wow, I really feel seen. You know, and it was from from a new friend at the time. So it's been years. I don't know how many years, <laughs> but it was, but it was a star-studded affair um at this baby shower. But I really <laughs> felt like he had just sat and talked to me like we've known each other forever.
1: Can I just say, I knew when you were going to be somebody important to me when we when I called you that day. I was like. I don't know what you're doing with these shoes. Can you come to the city with me? Oh, and we yeah. went to the city to try out some shoes. And you, like, turned to where I was driving. You turned towards me and I'm like, so why do you think you felt that way? And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> 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 I was just, like, what time? At five years old? <laughs> 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 like, I'm she dead has dead. a way to look at you and look into your soul. Right. And you just want to tell her everything. And I'm like, so I just know that if I'm going to go to Gia's, I know I'm going to be there. I can't say I'm back in two hours. Right now, I gotta get dinner ready, have the <laughs> show out, make sure they have instructions the next morning because I'll be there for hours. I call it the Casey Crew Trap. Atlanta, <laughs> yeah, did we sit that room all day, all day.
3: Yeah, yeah we we're supposed to be at
1: the car show, you're mm-hmm. we supposed to be doing the lot, we you're supposed to be yeah. helping. Yeah, yeah. I try I mean, to help. She said they don't need you. <laughs> That's how she's
4: lying.
2: I'm lying. Come on now.
3: She's, done, she's I am not you she's, she's dirt. Dirt. i to do it nah, <laughs> well,
2: nah, I said, should I go hand. help? Oh. I said, should oh. I go oh. help? you don't you. You're here for me. Oh, Did you not say, say that? We were supposed to go shop. Don't I Just, I Anyway, say, we shop, don't Just, say, anyway yeah. how do we know you, She got that in here. to
4: put I was to her.
5: Y'all silly. Well. If you guys don't know, I met Gia through coaching Logan in Madison. I was a basketball coach. So here comes Gia in the gym, all decked out as she looks. I'm
4: like, who's mama? mama. What is <laughs> strutting through? I was strutting, though. Str- yeah, she
5: was strutting. She no, she was wasn't strutting. Through. But, you know, quiet in the stands, but I met them through coaching them. So. Mm-hmm. And then Gia basically got me this job Boss, if nobody knows. She was the one who called me and told Boss. And he needs to hire me to be his assistant. It's like, yes, you're hiring Ben. And he was like, "What?" And I also said, "Excuse me, -hmm. Um, is there training for this position?" (laughs) (laughs)
4: She's like, "No, you'll
5: be fine." I'm
0: like, "This is a (laughs) probationary." So I actually texted Ben, and she was just like, "Um, "Yeah, no." I was like, "His only qualification is that you're smart, you're a hustler, and you love money."
4: (laughs) And you have all three. So she'll
3: get to it. It was a match made in heaven.
0: It has been. So.
3: Gia will find a way to keep you around. She's like, okay, yes, I think you need to be in the job. You're here. You have a yeah. job You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's very true. I can see people's qualities yeah. and talents. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk book now that we are all acquainted. All right. So it's going to be an open conversation. We can just talk about whatever. But I'll start with the first question. After reading the book, who do you feel is the book's audience? Who do you feel that the book speaks to? It doesn't have to be just one audience, but who do you think stands to benefit the most by reading the book? Mm, Mm. Men. Men? Mm -hmm. Why men? So Wait, before you answer. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm particularly interested because when you think about a book about love. And I just finished having this conversation with Rashawn on the previous podcast where I was asking him questions. Women tend to pick up a book about love. Right. You don't see a man perusing through Barnes and Noble's like, right. you find me yeah. a good book on well, love relationships. and relationships. <laughs> They're finding books on career, money managing, finance li- financing, business, etc. Right. Right. So you think that men stand the best. Stand. So explain why.
2: Um, reading the book, reading how you get both perspectives, the Gears and the Rashaun's. and knowing both of them, I know most of Gears. I know Rashawn's, I also know Rashaun's through her side. And reading his and how he talks about, you know, <laughs> men and just how to love their women, you know, coming clean about any of the questions that they might be holding in. Um, Black men as a father, I think a lot of men would benefit from this coming from somebody in the industry, not just mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Adam Poe mm-hmm. or somebody that they wouldn't really be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of men, you know, are, have sensitive sides, and they wouldn't want to be seen at Barnes and Nobles picking up the love the love story. But I think this is a book that caters to everyone. And a man could sit there like, Oh, my girl got the book. So I just read it, but they <laughs> would want to pick it because it has, and we have men that watch the podcast, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, I think men, they would benefit. From what this. do you think they have to gain? Um, how to find themselves, how to, um, dig, dig within themselves to see like who they are, who they want to be. You know, I think you know, women also, but um I I feel like a lot of times if a man isn't right with himself, he can't be good to anyone else. If he's not right mentally, financially, stability where he lives, he's not gonna be able to give a woman what she needs or desires from him. And I think something like this would allow a man to say like, shape, he comes from Queens. Then believe in him. Little DJ gig, like you know, this is something that if I put my mind to it, if I want to be the best version of myself, you know, this would help navigate that. Even people now want to be in real estate. Like he talks about how he started from when he bought his first house, and then no jack shit. I think this is a great avenue for men to be able to, you know, help them help them find themselves. I guess in a way, and. I believe that Gia speaks for, if not most, if not all, but most women. Um, from her mind leaping to so just reading her perspective, I think they'll get a better idea of whatever female or females that they're dealing with at the time.
5: Mm-hmm. I agree. And to piggyback off of what you're saying, <clears throat> there's one part in the book that I like that said, healthy relationships have healthy people. So for me, I think the book, is geared towards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because everyone went through a stage of life from childhood to now and growth has happened. So to me, my favorite part is the common denominator. And it made me look like within. Yeah. So to me being single, female, there's a lot of aspects in the book
0: to piggyback off from men reading the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah she's referring to a part of the book that um is called uh most common denominator the least common denominator. And um what (laughs) (laughs) What about
3: you Kevin? I tend to completely agree with with them both you know um, my first perspective would be to say the question was who is the audience the audience is everyone even Mm -hmm. from I could see myself as a young girl reading this and some of the insights that you give about your own securities and where your values lie in your own physical appearance. As somebody told me these stories and had read your story at 18, 19, 21 and saw what happened and how at that age you could transcend into what was important about yourself from the outward to the inward would have been transcendent for me at that age. And, um, the way you talk about pouring into your children at this adult age, fast forward 10, 20 years. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about an audience, anybody could grow from that. But when I talk about who I think should, I agree with Ingrid because um, as a man, there was a lot of vulnerability and realness and sincerity and sensitivity that we don't get to see from men like us. The men that we are encountered with, our brothers, our uncles, our fathers, our friends, the guys we date, um, don't bear themselves in that way. And the sincerity of it was like, okay, you can be in this life, but not of it. Mm. You can be in this life, but be an original person that's of yourself and create a family. And he says it, the constant teaching of misogyny and all these other things, and he made a path that was completely different, not without fail at times, but I think men can see, okay, you can have an image, you can have money, you can have, you can still be cool and real and have a beautiful family and be real to a woman and be sincere and open and honest.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. What do you think, Shelton? Um, no, I agree. I think it was—it's good for Ed. It's not so the title—not the title, but the persona of the book can be a little deceiving, right? It's not just about relationships. It's about right. the way you guys grew up, your individuality. Um, so I think anybody can benefit from the book. I mean, you know, you throughout the book you mentioned if you're single, if you're about to be married, if you're divorced, if you are happily married, if you're not happily married. Like there's so many different situations, right? And it's you have specific details, but it's so vague enough that everybody can relate to it. Mm-hmm. So I agree that everybody, it's not just a relationship book. It's not just a lovey-dovey, oh, these are the, you know, Ten Commandments that you should follow to have a birth of marriage. Um, it's <laughs> not, you know what I mean? it's, it's not It's, it's not that, robotic, it's just, right? Yeah? It's, it's actually right. the absolute it's the opposite. opposite. Yeah. Opposite. yeah. Right. And when I called you and told you, like, what about the book in the first place, I said, you have a lot, like, it's so authentic to who you guys are that knowing you felt weird reading it. You, like I don't know how this all of a sudden I read, right? Right. Um, but knowing you guys, and- you know the other half. <laughs> 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 so, no, no, <so, laughs> no. So listen. So even one. So okay, guys. So what <laughs> when, I finish, to the camera. when I finish the book, I text both of them. I was like, I just finished. It was a great book. I get a call. Person number more Yeah, you finish it. Calling, calling me a chance. I'm like, okay, I'll call you. And then he's like, yo, you finished it? What'd you think? So I gave a vote report to both of them separately
4: because I couldn't do it together.
1: Um, but I told him as well, I'm like, it was great to see your perspective because I didn't like, mean him. We talked about cars and COVID and just random big conversations where you and I five hours at a time. Right. So it was interesting to see his perspective on growing up you know shit with you from the beginning um how his security is played in his role as Rashawn, and um family man you know real estate like everything in his life and I think like Ingrid said it would help a lot of men kind of get out of their heads and say okay well I can relate to this or I can relate to this and learn from it and kind of look at themselves and say okay maybe I can do all this that I want to do.
0: so what do you think is in their heads if it'll help men get out of their heads, mm-hmm. right? What do you think is in their heads? Well, as like Heather said, I think there's a certain
1: path that's like drilled into people's heads, right? Mm-hmm. How society looks at them, how they look at society, how they think. Um, like he said in the book, his way of growing up and what was drilled mm-hmm. into him was protect and provide. And that was it. Those are the two things they had to do to be a man, mm-hmm. Right. And over the course of time and being with view and learning around from these surroundings, you learn yes. that those other aspects that made a man, right? right. So um, I think it'll change the way men and even women, uh, but mostly men, will think what their role as a man in society should be. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to kind of step out of what's thought to be the only role they should have. Got it. I think men would even relate to mm-hmm. even from like mm-hmm. the
2: mental health the suicidal thoughts, the um, if I lose her, I lose everything. You know, some people feel like that. I never meet
3: nobody if I'm like that. You know? I'm to admit that. <laughs> you
2: know, but, but, but I mean like I never met anyone, like I never dated anyone that was like, even you. Real. I'm not like I've never had that, you know. So to see how powerful that is, how one person and her Life changing decision. How it would diminish every everything that he's ever worked for. Just out drop everything right now. We will live in a, sh- in a shack. As long as you stay my wife, like that's powerful, you know. And I think, you know, men, you know, they might feel like that, but their ego, mm-hmm. their pride, like she's not gonna tell you know. So I think, I think that's that's how i
3: It broke down a lot of stereotypical barriers from our men, right, Mm -hmm. of how you accumulate wealth. You know, it's the the assumption that we have, no matter how much we've accomplished on our own, is that if you're a black man and you're successful, you had to have gotten it this way. Mm -hmm. And in the book, he tells this is how I got it. And this Mm -hmm. is, and you can get it too, you know? And it doesn't have to be something illegal or irresponsible. And then just blackness. You can can be light-skinned, and you can be a family man and still be very much Black and raise Black children in affluence. There's several levels of stereotypical barriers to what we think that kind of Black family is and was and came from and the background. And, you know, you can grow up in Queens, New York, and still have two parents on both sides. And have a loving famil- familial base to then grow children into that. And the other thing, it, when, when you really focus on men, I did have that. And it made me think I had a man who threatened to kill himself or didn't want to live if we weren't going to be together. And I'm, I'm in my early 20s at this point. New Yorker, very similar situation, attractive, but very insecure. Tell me what I could wear and where I could go. And I think when I'm reading this and I'm like, wow, what if I would have, should I have been more patient? Should I, because to me, I had knew enough and read enough and I was a little older. You guys had 10 years and at that point. What was It felt like abuse. But what if I had known a little less? What if I had stayed a little longer? What, what if he changed? What if I? What if he changed? Could, could that situation... Have turned out like this, if so, it, it 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 started sparking questions for me of men and what it meant to be a black man and that vulnerability. To
0: answer your question, um, for you, it came across to you in your interpretation as abuse. For me, it never, never. came across that way. Yeah, even though it was emotional abuse. um no. The Two podcasts ago, I said that I was too immature and ignorant to diagnose it as abuse Mm -hmm. because I was too busy being flattered by what Ingrid is saying that she never got. Because in a sense, when someone is, they come across you as though they're willing to go to the ends of the earth just to keep you. And I can't live Mm -hmm. if you weren't right here by my side. I'll skip work. I'll skip work. I'll quit. I'll I'll Um, I'll do anything. It doesn't matter. I'd rather not work. work. (laughs) Because it it comes across as I need you. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't want to feel needed? And I felt that way. It is ill-advised. It is not good. It is not something that young girls or women should seek. Mm -hmm. It is not good. I just want to be clear that it is not good. But when you're young and you're not wise, it comes across as um like an ego stroke. Yeah. like you are so you can't be duplicated. I felt like I'm the only one that can make him feel that way. Mm-hmm. So there's a power it was powerful. it was it
1: was powerful.
0: yeah, do you know what I mean? And I felt that the love that he had for me was powerful. yeah. Do you see what I mean? Well, but. It's, it can be dangerous in your sense in your situation whatever it was that your sense is alerted to that felt like abuse that's how it came across you for me i was never scared of Michelle, right do you know what i mean yes whatever he was communicating to me was with the vulnerability
4: mm-hmm.
0: i felt sorry for him yeah and i also knew at that young age that it came from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to save him in a lot of ways. I wanted to help him. I wanted to grow him into a better, secure person that felt loved and that understood that I loved him. And even though you're the underdog in so many situations that probably bred that insecurity, I want to be your rock. I want to... I do want to be your everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so, I gave that security. You can. I'm the constant. You can count on. It. Exactly. I want to be your softest yeah. land. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt that I could um, build him up. So, um, I didn't feel abused, even though, by definition, it is emotional yeah. abuse. Because at times I did, in fact, feel manipulated. You know, and I go into depth about that in the book. I did feel manipulated. I felt as though he knew that I loved him and that no matter mm-hmm. what I put the people that I love in my life first and yeah. I come second because I can do that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm strong enough to do, I can do, do that. that. Yeah. I can do that. You know? Yeah. And he, um, I knew that he really couldn't mm-hmm. and I knew that he could benefit from it, but he knew even better than I knew. And I felt as though he took advantage of that
4: mm-hmm.
0: when he could, mm-hmm. because he knew that it devastated me to see him hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're
3: such a nurturer and you're so giving of it. And I mean two things. There was one part in the book, and you guys have to read this, where you're dressed to go out and you were already go and he puts oh, you in the shower. shower. Yeah. The same thing I was dressed to go out and there was a gallon of milk, a gallon of milk over my fresh duty. I gave myself a fresh doobie that day. I had had gone, my, my pins, I had just taken my hair down from the pins and he poured a gallon of milk over my head. And it reminded me of everything, you being fully dressed in the shower. And another theme that I'm sure you'll get to that I think made a difference for me is you talk so much about your mother and your safety net in your mother. And I think having your mother allowed you to be that rock for him. So you could absorb his, see his insecurity, mm-hmm. see his need. And I remember feeling that way. And it was so many parallels for me. I was like, if I could, if I could just help him, if I could just see him. If I could just show him. But by then I had just lost my mother. Mm-hmm. And it was a couple years, like a year before. So I just didn't have the strength to say, there's no safety net for me right. that I had mm-hmm. to be the safety net for you. Mm-hmm. So it. Felt more like abuse and unsafe. That was the key word you said. Mm -hmm. You never felt afraid of Rashawn. No. And I felt afraid. Had my mother been alive, I felt like I would have been stronger. And because I knew she would have come through with the steel toes and kicked everyone's ass. So I could afford to fuck around with you Mm -hmm. and go through your insecurities and your bullshit. And what would it have been like now for me had that story been different? Because I thought I was done. 24 years old, 25, I was going to marry this man, we were going to have kids, that was it. Mm -hmm. And what would that story been like while it was abuse, and we recognize that, had I had more of a strength behind me to exercise that patience, would it have come out on the other side more closer to your story? My opinion,
0: if it registered as abuse to you, then no, then no. Because there would have been resentment. There would be resentment mm-hmm. and there would be a continuation of what felt like abuse That's brilliant. to you. That's brilliant.
1: And he would have just gone yeah. upped it, right? Because he would have been like, oh, well, I can get away with this. I can do this. It would have just, He would have been
0: comfortable exactly. in it. And that comfort would only grow. Yeah. And more than likely gotten worse. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel that uh, with Rashawn and I, I don't feel as though it had ever... Got worse. It was always like on one plane, and then it was like cyclical. It was like the same types of inability, the same types of you know. But again, even though it was abuse, I never felt abuse. I was annoyed. I was fed up. I was tired of going through the same thing. I was tired of the same conversations. Tired of the same promises. Tired of the begging. Tired of the crying. Tired of that. Um, but I never. I never. I never once felt um, fear. I never felt like, okay, one day this might escalate to where he puts his hands on me or physically mm. hurts me. Mm-hmm. I never looked in his eyes and saw um, that type of anger or hatred. When I looked in his eyes, I saw more hurt. And, I saw more like of that need. So those things triggered in me. I can help you because I love you that much. I can be patient with you. But if I felt threatened, I wouldn't have exercised that patience yeah. because I'd be too worried being worried about myself. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I yes, mean? Absolutely. So no, I, I don't think that, I think you did the so right did thing the right in your place. situation just solely based on how you felt. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yes, I mean? for sure. So, okay. So now yeah. our next question, you guys, is what part of the book best related to any of you in any of your current love situations or past uh, uh-huh. situations, like what spoke to you the, the most, mind bleep. the mind leap. I have oh, a mind bleep. Oh.
4: <laughs> 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 so in first, first
0: let me, let me explain, um, in a brief way, what a mind leap is. That is a whole big explanation of, you know, where it's what it is, where it starts, and how it grows in a relationship. But a mind leap is a situation, and you guys know, if you're a podcast listeners, you know what this is. You're in a situation, and you were born with your own God-given sense and scruples, and you know something to be true. But the person that you are with is adamant about convincing you that you are wrong that you were crazy, mm-hmm. that you have remembered something wrong, that they wasn't there at that time But that bitch. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I did say this in the book, and it's something that my father would say from time to time, given yeah, situations it. like, now you going to believe me or your lying eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he's kind of
4: like... Right. I believe you! Oh, <laughs> I don't know why these eyes are by
0: me! Just you can't
2: I'm them all They're just here
0: to spite me! Do you know what I mean? It's that situation. Right. Right. With their eyes. You know? It's like. That is some old black man stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and. and... For all intents and purposes, in the book, it's a man doing it to a woman, a woman but a woman can very well oh, yes. do it to a man. Oh, yes. But it's when you abandon all of your sensibilities and are led to believe in untruth through manipulation.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: In some cases, like coercion. You know? Um, so, explain.
2: Just dating and... That woman intuition, you know, when you know something, but there's no proof, and you start, you know, asking questions, but you ask the right questions, you know, it's, um, like, I've never asked a question that I don't know the answer to, I just need you to confirm what I already know, what I feel, Um, and it was that, the lies, like, what are you talking about? It's in your head, you know? Oh, you be listening to people who you've been talking to. <laughs> who you been talking to? Oh, they just jealous. Right? <laughs> nice so they just jealous. Right? They jealous, or it just means different different things. And I was even told years ago, you ain't never gonna find no one better than me. Uh-huh. I've been told that. You know, I was. Maybe over, over, over time,
1: one. you get told that enough, and you start and to so believe they, it. So that's I was, a mind else will You know, you know, know. I, I was. I was twenty one. Do, do you know how lucky you are? I was
2: I was 21 <laughs> being abused. Yeah. You yeah. know, physically abused. And I was too young to know any better. You know, I thought, you know, love me one day out of the week and beat me six. That one day will carry me for the next six beatings. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that then. I understand that now. How... It's the apology that comes afterwards, like you made me do this. I don't do this to I love you. Like, it's just so many things that came
0: with it, and um, complete mind bleeding.
4: Complete
0: mind <laughs> Hold on, hold on for, for perspective. I'm going to reiterate you made me do this. To you, you made me do this. Oh, similar. gosh, that's a mm-hmm. strong one right there. Mm-hmm. It was my fault,
2: and you start to believe that. <laughs> had I not said what I said? How I said it? Like I, like I'm I don't sure. remember the action to reaction. But I remember it went as far as I got punched in the mouth, where my bottom tooth cracked the top of my lips. So I had like a little hole. It was weird. I called his mother. His mother came. I'm bleeding. What did you do, Ingrid? Like yes. It was. Like, what did you do to make what? my son punch yes. you in the mouth? It like what did I do? Like after his mom is asking me that question, like I was being mind bleed by him and his mama. Well, that. that's
0: because if you think about it, his mother was, was already o- mind bleed yeah, yeah. into thinking mm-hmm. that an abused woman has to do something to, and he to deserve, deserve more, and yeah. deserve that abuse. Right. Yeah, and he grew like, up no, watching, him watching him all riled up? Right,
1: mm. right. That's a big question.
0: Yes. To that point, reading the book, it's
3: easy to not villainize Rashawn. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're reading some of these things and you're with a different tone and a different caveat, told in a different voice, you might be like, oh, that shit's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I would never. Oh, hell no. Right. But with the vulnerability, openness, and the honesty, these are humans telling human stories Right. Of- Of people we know. These are good people. So it's important to have these conversations so that this wide audience of young men or more established men can say, okay, I can can realign myself to retrain my thoughts to channel that energy into a positive situation.
1: Mm -hmm. It was important the way the book was written to have both perspectives on the same topic, right? right? Because... Like she said, we only know, for the most part, know your version of everything you spoke about in the book. But to hear his point of view was like, oh, all right, I see you. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and it gave perspective for everybody to kind of think just in their own boxes, but even outside of their own boxes mm-hmm. and get other people's perspective on right. stuff.
0: It kind of is like the saying, you know, there's three sides of the story right. your First side, and my side, and, and the truth. truth. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm your friend, right, and I tell you the story from my perspective, nine times nine out of ten, you're going to be on my side. Mm-hmm. But if you never met me and Rashawn is your friend and right. he tells you the story right. from his perspective, you're going to be on his side. Because our personal stories are told with a certain amount of judging right. and special sauce, mm-hmm. you know, that is going to lead whoever's the recipient of this information in one direction. Right. So the book does give two different contexts and it exemplifies the human experience, Mm -hmm. you know, and where this book would have been beneficial to me as a young adult, when I was a young adult, I was so black and white and I had never acknowledged the gray. Mm -hmm. I never acknowledged either you're right or you're wrong. There's left, It's right. That comes through. That really comes through, and you see where yes, you see where it transitions into. Oh, there is gray. Mm
1: -hmm. Everything isn't as cut and dry. God
0: in the gray, and there's God in the gray. Oh, that's a good point.
3: See how
1: uncomfortable you are when you first put into that
0: zone. I was so uncomfortable. You know, uh, we're referring to a part of the book where God, in a very strong way, came into my life, into our life, into the life of my family, and I was like, what? Like,
1: the but the responses that you gave were hysterical like what do you mean you hear people you hear voices what? yeah yeah because I didn't right. understand
0: God the spirituality in that it. way right. I was not spiritual you know um, yep. I believed in God because I went to school. school I think most people you know uh, I believed in God but it wasn't from a personal place it wasn't because of any of my experiences mm-hmm. um my mother told me that God existed, but my father, and this isn't in the book, but my father was an atheist. You mm. know? My father did not believe in God. And this is a whole other story that I'm not going to uh, go into just because we don't have the time. And it's too precious of a story to me to skim over, um, but it isn't in the book either. Um, but my dad did not accept God until he was on his deathbed. Wow. Which was crazy. And which is another one of those experiences that lets me know know that there's a God. All right, I'll tell you a little bit more of it, just because it is important. To
3: me. And that's bit. the one question I had Remember, was, was really was about God because it, the point where you saw a clear and present change in both of you, mm-hmm. the God came in the gray for you. Right. All of a sudden, you weren't so finite about everything. Right. And the God came for Rashawn where he started to. Think outside of his own insecurities mm-hmm. and, and and an existence beyond whatever his mind was set on in that frame. So I'll let you get into it, but that's the one question I had for you is, is how you find God in whatever that means to you and apply it to,
0: to your own betterment of your relationships and your, your own personal life. Well, I did say in the book, you know. God came into my life in a way where he didn't didn't just knock on the door. He kicked the door down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had to accept that God is trying to make himself readily available to me and to let me know that I needed
1: him. Right. And not only one time, he bust that door down twice Yes, you were not listening the first time he came down. And I think he
0: knows. To be honest all right, I think my whole life. I think my whole life he might have been knocking. Uh-huh. And you didn't but hear it. I was too inept to, to hear it. anything. It was just noise. It was just noise. Right. I would I wasn't um I didn't have the whirlpool to understand what that light knock was. So I think at one point he was like, I man, I have to do what I have to do to get this girl's attention. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking to someone the other day who's an atheist, you know, and this person I've had many conversations with in the past and he's a stubborn person. And I, not that I blame him, but he hasn't found footing in his own understanding and I had to tell him, I'm like, listen, logically, I understand why you don't believe. Yes, why do babies suffer? Why do babies die? Why are children dying every day in an apartment fire, et cetera? I don't believe that there's a God. How can there be a God? A real God, a loving God, a caring God, a God that is for his children would never let this happen, et cetera. Et cetera. It's hard to argue against those um, forms of reasoning. Before, I wouldn't have been able to. Before like, oh, fine. I was like, yeah, maybe i mean, I believe, but hey, you never really know, you know? <laughs> I had no, no That peace. might have been <laughs> my stance 12, 13 years ago. True. You know true. what I mean? Um but to disarm me from those frames of thought, God has done things for me that was like here, Gia. Here's your little dose of knowing. So I'll tell you a little bit about my dad, right? So my dad, as far as I can remember, for his entire life, has always been an atheist. And we would sit down. I remember being eight, nine, 10, 11, and sitting in his den. And we would sit there and talk for hours, four or five hours. Hey, maybe that's where I get it from. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm that. Yes, that's the right. yes. name. Everything. Yes. <laughs> four or five hours. And he would answer all my questions mm. and whatnot. And I remember having a very specific conversation. I might have been nine or ten at the time about his atheism. And I remember asking him, so what about those people that you hear about that they're on their deathbed and they see that light at the end of the tunnel? Wow. And God appears and God comes to them and they have this super normal experience. And you know, it's like they came, they come back and they're like, God and God pulled me out of this coma, and, mm-hmm. and God as my witness, my father said something to me that I only halfway understood. But his explanation went something like this: Well, it has something to do with the firing of the synapses in the brain when you're <laughs> wait, wait, what? when you're unconscious. Right. Did you ever learn about synapses? Wow. Because maybe another six or seven years you're later, I learned it. about the synapses. I about to say and 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 in the neurons or you spun around her with science with science yeah, and Yes. Yeah. He's like, they fire and that can be like a light that you might see when you're in a coma and because your brain activity. It said there was this whole scientific explanation, which gave it it meant something to me because my father was a genius. He was Mm. literally brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, His IQ tested. He tested as a genius, you know, so that gave me knowing that just gave so much credit to anything that came out of this man's mouth. And I'm like, oh, damn, damn synapses. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it was like, like, oh, so maybe that's why it happens. So then fast forward another maybe nine or 10 years, I'm 19. And my father, one day, he's absolutely fine. And I walk past that den that he was always in, that we had all these conversations. And I hear wheezing and I pick my head and I'm like, hey, dad, what's up? You good? He's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm just having, I don't know. I'm like wheezing, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check on you in five minutes. I checked on him in about maybe another five minutes and he's still wheezing, but the wheezing was a little bit stronger. And <clears throat> I said, this doesn't feel right. I'm like, how's your breath? He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, you're not good. And my father and my mother, they
1: were literally my best friends. Like we talked, I
0: could tell my parents anything. I could tell them anything. My parents, I wasn't raised in a household where you can't go and talk to them, you know, or you have to be afraid to tell them. Mm -hmm. I can tell my parents anything, you know? And I said to him, I'm like, you know what? Mm -mm. I'm calling an ambulance. And he's like, yeah, no, I just went, I called an ambulance. My brother and my mother rode in the car behind the ambulance. I rode in the ambulance with my father because he was like the home, like my father was. And we get there. They tell me that. It might be a slight case of pneumonia. He should be out of the hospital in two or three days. He never made it out of the hospital. He went in, that was Christmas Eve, and he passed away on February 19th. Mm. Um, I was in college, and I was actually in college when it happened. But my mother told me that one day she went to go and visit him with one of his friends, a woman that he worked with. Her name was Jane Osborne. And it was like one of his only like really good friends and they went and my father was in an induced coma and they brought him out of that induced coma so he could visit with my mother and his friend. When he came out, he said to my mother, Norma, there's a Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 guy. And he said that he had an experience while he was under, and he is here alive to tell her that there is a God. Now, my mother wasn't particularly spiritual. So I don't think that that meant the world to her because she never got to where I got to. You understand what I'm saying? I think she was told that so that she could tell me Me. Mm -hmm. so that I could know that my father was saved and that he's in heaven. Mm. Because also, that's the brilliance
3: you, you had resided in my father's brilliant, what he says is is the gospel. Yes. And if he's saying that there's no God, okay, I believe in him. But if now he before he goes, he told you there is a God.
0: Yeah. And he told your mother so that she could tell you there is a God so that you could release that and, and go to that. Time. Because let me tell you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, being where I am now. Had my mother not told me that, had he not shared that with her, I would be tormented. Mm-hmm. Because I would be alive believing that my father is in hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be tormented. Yeah. Tormented. Because that's how much my faith means to me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing that my father died an atheist and never and didn't accept God. I Honestly, I'm being so real with you. I don't know I would be able to function day to day, thinking that my father is in eternal hell. Do you know what I mean? That's that's one of the questions I had for you,
3: because I I did grow up in the church. My father went to Catholic school. Um, My mother grew up in the church. So I remember being a child coming home with such anxiety, because even though my dad had been an altar boy and gone at adulthood, he stopped going. So my mom and I would go. And then at one point, nobody went. It was just me. I used to go with the neighbor, like, and then I would come home petrified that my dad was going to hell as a child because he, he wasn't going to church. And my dad would say things like, "Listen, I was all to boys for all these years. I went to Catholic. School. I'm good at his books. I went both. to Catholic. School. He's like, he got, he, yeah, <laughs> he <used to laughs> say it all the time. <laughs> and then, and then my mother, got, I think she got more active in the church as I got older socially Mm -hmm. she's president of the women's club and she did the jazz brunches and all these things so for me once i went to college i'm like i'm not going to church as much and but my faith and my spirit got so much stronger Mm -hmm. even though i'm not going to church my relationship with god got leaps and bounds stronger than it ever was when i was faithfully going to church Mm -hmm. i feel like i and part of that's intuition and having two dead parents our stories are very similar it just reverse yes, when we lost yes, our parents, right, but the right. same. My father was my very best friend, but you get to see in the book for you the loss of your parents and the entrance of God in a way allowed you to release control. Mm-hmm. For me, it increased my need for control. So that mm-hmm. was a curiosity of mine when you felt like your dad had given you permission to find God. And then Rashan and Rashid came and you guys really, really said, okay, this faith has to happen. And then all of a sudden you were able to release that control, find those gray areas. And you guys were stronger on the other side of it. For me, it was releasing religion and um, I gained more control over my life. I felt like because I had, it's almost like the battery in my back. -hmm. So now I can control more, and it's a weird juxtaposition, you Mm -hmm. know. You're like um, that—that's a place I hope to get back to, Mm -hmm. where you're just completely letting go and saying, "Okay, you know
0: what? This is—it's out of my hands. It's above. Mm -hmm. It's above." Yes, (laughs) I had to let go. You know why? Because I had to recognize that there is not that much coincidence in the world. Mm. The way that he's coming at me. Mm -hmm. is a way that was irrefutable. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? He knew that I remember that specific Mm -hmm. conversation. Now we've had a conversation about aliens, Yo, you I'm had fine. conversations about... There's conversations that I remember. My dad is the reason why I believe in aliens. Yes, I believe in aliens. Well, that's in the head She's, She's
3: low-key
2: an alien. your no,
0: no, son oh, yes. is already... She's an alien. alien. Ali- She's <laughs> the alien. But <laughs> God knew that these were conversations I would remember. So what would be well, the, the saying That coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. What would be the likelihood that this conversation that we had and the way, the way that he when he passed to emulate the same exact conversation that God knew that I remembered? Do you know what I mean? It was God saying, here's his bone, in case you have any doubts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? In mm-hmm. case you have any doubts. Right, yeah. and, he, and I asked that question. I asked my dad that question. Yeah. I asked him. Like, what, what about those people? Because you always hear about the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and the death oh, he did. And he was like, you know, he's like, that's BS. Right. Okay. People have it to, but And he had to come back. And you to know what? Him. In that same conversation, I also remember asking him about deja vu, you know, and him, not that this pertains to anything, but hey, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I remember in that same conversation, him saying that, you know, deja, I'm like, what about when people feel as though they've had the same experience? I said, dad, like, I've had that same thing. Like, you feel that you feel like I've, felt I've been this here. way. I not only like have I been here, yeah. not only does this room look the same. If you walked into that it and, that that, and like that, but yeah. I, I feel right now the way that I feel as though I felt About before in this mm-hmm. moment, everything connects. And I remember in that conversation, him telling me that's because your brain at times can record something happening as it's happening, then play it back to you within moments. And it feels like a memory when it's not actually a memory. See, these are just things that I remember in that conversation. Like, but he
1: knew enough to know that you needed something tangible. Right. right? Something that, that was. So, and that kind of transcends through the book, through the two experiences that you had. Right. Where you're like, all right, I hear you. I finally hear you because he knew you needed something right. that was tangible, something you can grab onto and be like, all right, I, I, got, right. It. I yes. got it. Yes. Right. Yes. The energy
3: that you give is not that it has to be God, church on Sunday, mm-hmm. right, Catholic or Baptist or Methodist. Oh, your no, no, it's your own individual relationship. It's mm-hmm. connecting to spirit and yep. the universe or Allah, mm-hmm. or whatever you call
0: it. It's your only it's personal relationship with your yeah. personal yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Whoever, yeah. whatever you call God, it is your personal relationship with that entity. Okay. Yep. That's all that it is. You know? So did I answer your question? You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so, what part of the book best related to you guys, or that resonated the most?
5: I think I'm gonna agree with Ingrid on the mind-bleeping, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I mean, duh. We're laughing because we know. We're <laughs>
5: <that>. <laughs> but I really resonated with New Deal. Same. The New Deal, and not that it pertains to me, but it clicked something in my brain with, like, patience and communication.
0: Oh, explain. Wait, first, let me just tell them what oh, sure. the New Deal is. The New Deal is a section, excuse me, where we talk about reparations that have to be made once an offense has taken place. Mm-hmm. How do you gain back the beauty of what once existed? How do you repair trust? How yep. do you initiate forgiveness how do you fix what has been broken by the actions of one? Right. Um, and um, I could go to so much. That's depth. what I'm in now in my life. Huh? That's what I'm
2: in now you're in, in my life. You're, you're in the, I'm the New Deal. deal. That's why I resonate with the other one because I'm
3: still in the New
2: Deal. Cause cause so I can't wait really to
3: I think the book, the New Deal, the the New Deal in the book clicked for you. Yeah. You're like you went back and you went, like, we talked about it. Uh-huh. you're like, oh no! I think I need to reevaluate my right. deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new new deal. <laughs> I Scratched
2: up. I, I need a brand new no, deal. I absolutely, you know? I absolutely did. Like, it. I think that's what I, need. I not, need. And not to take from what you're gonna say, and I just want to say real quick. Um, I mentioned to Heather. So in my current situation, you know, from couple couples counseling and just trying to move on and and try to get back to where what I once had. Mm-hmm. you know i'm like what is it that i'm missing like we're, we're on the road to recovery but there's something still missing what is it that is missing and this is me prior to the book and i said that i said i think i know what it is i've been told wait
0: you think you know what it is after you read the book yeah yeah, yeah. no after after, after,
2: read after i read the book I, I said i think i know what i'm missing <clears throat> and i'm missing it from him it's, it's a is an act that I haven't gotten. I got the I'm sorry. I've got the you know I mishandled you, but no, you didn't mishandle me.
0: You Wait, let's just not mishandle you physically.
2: No, 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 just no. Mis- it, nothing, was ever, yes, nothing okay. was ever physical. Yes, nothing was ever physical. Mishandling right. was a way. M- mishandled was the term that he used. I did that. Right, I mishandled you. I I took you for granted. No, you mind bleeped me. You cheated on me. You broke me. You hurt my feelings. You belittled me. You talked about me to your friends. You talked about me to your ex. You did me dirt. And all I wanted to do was love you and have you love me back that much stronger. And I never got the, I'm sorry for doing this and this and this and this. You got a blanket I got a blanket. I got like, I'm sorry for doing Everything. all of this. I mean, the miscarrying no.
3: is almost... And, and, and
2: it was the, everything I said that you was doing, what are you talking about? So you, so it was like, you, you, you owned up to shit, but you still, you, I'm still crazy for thinking this and this was still, was happening. Like just, just own the fact that I was right on everything and let's move on from that. So I still have that like, but you won't admit that I was right for my thoughts. I was right for thing. I was right for acting irate. I was it was okay that when we did that couples podcast the fans that she has annihilated me cuz when I saw myself I was a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> I was it's, it's but it was one side. it was it was coming from one a place side. of yeah, hurt. Pain. It was coming from pain. It was coming from I was fed up. And then how do I Divulge that because there's people and that he don't know. People
1: dared you in that contest, right? Like, I didn't even know you then. When right. I so,
2: so now it's it's. I have all of this that now the people with us know about, but the people watching don't know. So they're just right. looking at it mm-hmm. like, oh, no wonder he I, cheated. People look at me that <laughs> like, goes back to her. What? Right. Oh, is just protecting no, no, her. No, 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 She's no. just her no, lawyer. No. <laughs>
0: How's Gia defending her? Right. How's Gia? I'm like, because I know
3: everything. Right. So, <laughs> so, there's, so there's things so that goes back to the yeah. book where, and he calls her. On the radio, and says I wasn't helpful through the pregnancy. See, yeah, that wasn't the and issue. issue. No, was and then that. you're like, that's, "We'll talk about you get home." Right. So people are probably like, "Well, well why she couldn't?" Even right, just, but she knew that that's a nice way children. to cover because right. he don't
2: want people in the business. Right. And that's exactly I I need I I I need it. I need him to own up to everything. Not just give me a blanket. I'm sorry. I need you to run down this
3: motherfucking list. Mm-hmm. Especially for and those haters who was coming for my friend. They came for me.
2: Oh no wonder Nah, bitch is gonna be in his DM now. Try me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but I realized reading the book, this is what I need. This isn't. This is why I haven't been able to fully heal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm on the road to recovery, but there's always something like why why it's been months. It's been almost a year. We're good, but why can't it?
0: Why can it just... It's because the offender doesn't realize how valuable that accountability mm-hmm. actually is in the forgiveness process. Yeah. They want to just be mm-hmm. forgiven. Look, I'm never going to do it again. Right, can't you just forget? Right. No, we need to and sit to down to and have a five-hour conversation mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. everything that you did mm-hmm. to hurt my feelings. And I need you to own up to it. Mm-hmm. I need you to acknowledge my feelings as a result of those actions. I need you to acknowledge my crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: And that I wasn't crazy. And exactly and that I wasn't what crazy. you call crazy. And I need you to but then he, give me that. But he has also acknowledged that, right? Because as of now, not taking accountability may still be him saying that, well, my action was a reaction to what you did. Or what you caused me to do, so in his head, he's you know I don't pain. hear it. No, 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 I'm saying it's wrong. But mm-hmm. like he hasn't come to terms with the fact that he just fucked up. You
2: know, I think at this at this at this point, he doesn't want to come. You know, he doesn't want to take accountability right. because it's going to bring us back to that pain and hurt. And I think because that's we mean- move so far from it, yeah. right? But that's because I don't talk about stuff. I've le- I've had to leave a lot of stuff behind because yeah, I you, know, things but back down you The thing yeah. is that
0: you shouldn't be in this present day situation mm-hmm. where we're talking about what have, should have what should have happened in hindsight, what he okay. should have done in hindsight. Right. He should have done that at that At stage. that time. And it's not your job to care about how he feels right. revisiting that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are owed that mm-hmm. because right. that's instrumental and fundamental for your healing, yeah, and if not, you're always going to circle the drain because mm-hmm. you're not getting what you need, yeah. He's getting what he needs, he has you, he has his child, he has the ability to live, as my mom called it, the life of Riley. Mm-hmm. Don't know who Riley is, but apparently <laughs> <he had an laughs> amazing life, he had a, he had a, great, he had great, a great life, <laughs> he's able to do that, yeah. um, because he's not affected, yeah, but it leaves you affected in the balance. Mm-hmm you see what I mean? Yeah. So what I hope that the book does is help women find their strength mm-hmm. to demand what it is that they need mm-hmm. for their healing and to not feel guilty yeah. about it and not, and to not feel as though they don't deserve it. It's owed to you.
3: Yeah. Because you were
0: hurt. You say yeah. that
3: and
4: perception Attention.
3: isn't reality. Yeah. And perception isn't reality. You say, or maybe you haven't been speaking up in your relationship because you want it to work. But the truth is, those tough conversations it It helps draws a closer, a a bigger sense of intimacy. Yeah, and LeSean says that real bond. Yeah. So, so I am so to hear the recipe pour bends. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take away from. If mind bleeping was the most important to you, what what perspective? Because our situations are also different, right? And that's the beauty of the book is that it touches so many different types of audiences.
5: So for me, the mind bleeping is the mind bleeping. We've all been through the mind bleeping, you know, making me feel like it's my fault. Certain things are going certain ways, right? But the New Deal, for me, it was looking at how relationships can heal. And what I mean by that is not only like boss taking accountability for how much you mean to him and how he's going to show you how much you mean to him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because like just what you were saying, it's more like you're you're expecting more something from from him more than I feel like he wants to give you Mm -hmm. at this moment because he's still in that phase that boss was in. You get what I'm saying? So for me, it's like looking at both sides, seeing Gia's demands and boss's actions and how they matched.
0: But my demands were kind of like silent demands. Yeah. Yeah. Because at one point, he asked me, like, what do I need to do? Right. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not You're not giving you. a cheat I am not your teacher. You so what mean. I
5: mean, yeah. And what I mean by you your demands, to exactly. for
0: yourself. Yes. Like, you, you wrote, wrote this? this you you, you, fix. It. you <laughs> have to fix it. Mm-hmm.
5: And I think that was the healing part for him, yeah. mm-hmm. where he had to accept. And I mm-hmm. think that with, in your situation, it's the same way. But And for me, it's accepting that a man is going to do as he wants. Right. and heal in time because I might want something quicker and I might be like, or I might just be like, you know what, forget it. You ain't got to show me no more. I just want you, you know? And it's like, we get frustrated and get upset, but we don't get what we want out of it. And at the end of the day, we're crying and upset and in a situation that we don't want to be in anymore. And for me, it was looking at the book and reading and being like, okay, I'm going to take my power back. Yeah. I'm going to own and have uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. And say things that I know inside are right, but I've just yep. sit there and I'd be right. like, "Oh, if I say that, he's probably gonna leave." You know what I'm
1: saying? And you're crazy.
5: like, and, "And exactly." We've had numerous conversations, and you'd be like, "And
1: so what? Let him leave. And get up mm-hmm. and get <laughs> the <laughs> out." Exactly. So that was something big for you because yeah. in your situationships, um, you there were times where you're like, "This is what I want," but you know, "This is what he wants," and you, I get, you know, I guess it's fine. And I'm like. No, 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 no. Right. We're not going to just give all everything he wants. These are big things that you want too. So there were definitely parts in that relationship where you're like giving him that power and you're okay with it. You're okay with potentially moving forward, losing that little piece of you. Yeah. So I'm glad this kind of. Yeah. So the new deal, like eyes. I said, it just,
2: it yeah. just helped with. Yeah. I have a lot to talk about come my Wednesday. Um, couples counseling session.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Jason. Right. i Jason. <laughs> uh,
2: Jason's no, like... This is, Jason. But this is, this, this will benefit me. him. Of course. Yeah. You take accountability. Let's, let's have the uncomfortable talk. Cause I avoid it a lot of times. Cause after do. you had that uncomfortable talk, you could feel the tension with a knife. And I don't want that in my home. I don't want to be in that situation where just kind of like he's over there. I'm over here. Cause this was, but we have, I have to like, Cut the shit and let's just once and for all get back to a, a good, solid place. Cause you know, I'm do. not gonna get what I used to have because I have a different man. He I acknowledge he is not the same person that he once was. He is not that same disrespectful, um that person who just, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, oh shut. Like he he doesn't do that to me. Mm-hmm. He is not that person. And I appreciate that, but now in order to like, let's take this up a notch. I need to let's revisit a little bit from the past, even though it's gonna hurt, and let's just take accountability. What you got
3: know? you from that to where you are now? What do you mean? What got you from disrespect? Oh, sh- 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 to, to him not being that to being more open. With- um. What? Oh, oh, oh never.
2: I no no no. I think I think it's a, a couple of things. It was fear. I think it was fear. I think it I was me was finally. Lose. It was me finally finding that power, because for so long I was the one crying and what did I do and how can I do it better and not knowing my worth. And it wasn't until I I gained that power back and then I just became a little too power hungry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know Oh, <what> you. <laughs> 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 it's like having
0: <laughs> it pieces. You're like, oh, this oh tastes good.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I got power hungry, and I and I saw, and 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 I saw, and, and she she do crazy. She's crazy because she gives me all of it. Like, she she yells at me for not knowing my worth, and I didn't tell you because she, I was you know, kick gloves and blah, blah, blah. But then when I finally get to a point, she was like, all right, you need to calm down because
0: <laughs> now you're taking this. Too because, a Be- right. Hold on, hold on, wait. There's a part in the book where I might've been halfway thinking about you when it was written because it's, all right. Now that you have <laughs> asserted yourself mm-hmm. and you've established <laughs> who you are and recognized your power, now don't go too far. Yeah. Now, don't be abusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It very clearly says. Dr. And like, right. Whoa,
2: whoa. And whoa. I was reading that. I was like, that was me. I became abusive.
0: Do not become abusive. I with took it, that power and, to and use it as revenge. Yes. Right. I use it as revenge. Because this is a part of a human experience. Everything that we do should be the betterment of us. Yeah. Not just the betterment of me. Okay. Like I'm half of it. So I have to get all the way right mm-hmm. so that I can emulate for you even what to do. Yeah. And so that I can be a solid 50%. I can do my part and influence you to do your part. But you can't be counterproductive right. and abuse it where... It starts to revert back to a negative place, right? You know,
5: yeah. And then he closes up because I yeah. think that with in, in this book with Boss, that I think a lot of men can learn from is not only his vulnerability, but they might like call him like a sellout or something because of. Yo, I was, yeah, I was <laughs> just just, I'm just, just I'm being honest.
4: I'm being
5: honest. I think that, yeah, so, like, but I think yeah. they need to read it because even like probably in Jason's situation, it's hard for them to get over that. Oh, mm-hmm. You yeah. know. That's because he's so like, well, incredible. am I going to be corny? Am I going to be, you know, how much sound in this book? Am I sound corny or am I? Sa- but it's reality. It's right. this is what it's supposed right. to be. You know what I'm saying? For you to right. open up right. and be real. And I think some men might be like, read it, be like, yo, just like what, you know matching families, everybody, you know, wearing clothes and and exposing their families and and showing and showing their trophy wives. Right. It's like a thing now, and. To me, I think y'all started it, but you know whatever.
3: <laughs> I think that. I
5: think that people are, th- are understanding that it's okay,
3: and that's really important to say because if you don't read the book and you just get snippets or see little bits of it, I would And I'm it. gonna keep it all the way funky. You mm-hmm. might feel like that means a step. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but but huh? uh, you. If, <laughs> <laughs> I could see how if you, you, if you read, did, yeah. Would would see the headlines or the things that he said on on the air on the show, or the headlines of the the way the the, the matching outfits. When you go to a very certain, let's just say hip-hop mindset, right? Mm-hmm. You might say that uh, uh, m- you it's simple. When you read the book and he divulges the things he does, there's no sucker there. Like it's all this is this is a real story of a real black man yep. who lived this real hip hop experience. And went
2: home to the family
3: and, and and but it but it all and it was so vulnerable and honest that there was no sucker to it. Because you imagine the amount of strength it takes exactly, to be to my a point. certain kind of an icon in a way, right? Like for you too. And to have these eyes on you and then say, We're gonna tell this story and it's gonna be the realest version of it. And you'll You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. However, you figure it out. Right. But even you know me with a with a skeptical eye, I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, no, and I'm and I'm like, ooh, his feet was dangling from the thing. Like, <laughs> 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 but she loved that part. She loved that part. She been talking oh, about that daughter, part. I was in the shower. I read a chapter. I got inside, I cracked up. So I came back. I read it again. And then I asked like, "Did you hear the part when he said his feet was dangling from the car. And but it was. Like, and, I, and, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, there's no sucker here. Like, I wish that more Black men felt comfortable too. to have the mm-hmm. space, to have the conversations, because then we call them weird when little tidbits yeah. come out about these things. Yes, But if you knew the whole story, right? then you wouldn't think them weird because this is the human experience. Okay? Yes. We all go through. I
1: right. think yes. the, the biggest themes that you see from the beginning of the book to the end is the passion that you guys have within your own lives, your own individuality for each other, for your lives, for the family, for the hustle that you guys, you know, started and continue to do. Um, so the passion and the authenticity and just like the growth that you see from beginning to end, especially with him, right? He talks about his insecurities, how he started, how he was at the beginning of the relationship um, with trying to, not so much control, but control unknowingly almost. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the growth and the turns that he takes. um, And like I said before, the little gem in my little book report to him was he got comfortable as Rashawn more than DJ Envy. He understood that DJ Envy was just his hip hop persona, his career, Mm -hmm. his job, where Rashawn was his life. You guys were his life. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, that was kind of flip-flopped where... DJ Envy was him. That was his life. That was who he, you know, identified with. Right. Rashawn was the other side. That was just kind of there when he wanted it to be. Right. right and that right. kind of flipped through That's the right. book. That's interesting. Because I got to where he personally. Yeah,
3: I felt like this is a story about Rashawn.
1: And That's Envy, what I'm
3: saying. Envy was such a small piece of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But from, from not that a, a point where he had to come. I felt like. He slipped into... Because he was shrimp. No, he yeah. Was shrimp. He, no. <laughs> and he was, right. he was, he was shrimp. And he was his boyfriend. CJ. And it wasn't until that one blip of time where he became Envy and he was standing on the couch with the sunglasses. In the comments. and She said, he was stupid. Right. There was that <laughs> one blip of time where he was like, oh, well, let me be Envy for five minutes. And I'm going sure so to show you how to do it. So that be. I can mm-hmm. make that valid. But, but from the beginning, from the middle... And it was all Rashawn with
1: that small bit of envy. Yeah, but I think no, and I agree. But I think he was more comfortable being Envy than he was Rashawn, or mm-hmm. he felt more secure in DJ Envy than he did Rashawn. And because then that the
0: life of DJ Envy. MB-
1: Came with those accolades on
0: the streets. It made him so feel, feel, more feel
1: desirable, exactly. especially with insecurity, not just mm-hmm. by
0: women. And but it all by goes back society. to the insecurity,
1: mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So he learned how to kind of fight that insecurity, understand it, adapt to it, learn from it. And he became more comfortable as Rashawn, whether it took that one moment in time and the fuck up or before and after he understood and embraced who Rashawn was, and that that is him. Right. And DJ MB became secondary.
0: Right. I think that it helped him, you know, the um, transcendence helped him right. to acknowledge who he really was and who and he identify identified, was identified mm-hmm. with, which speaks to you yeah. know what, yeah. what you were saying. Because she
1: even says, right, like she and we've had this conversation about I like I'm not the person that Google's and you know follows every celebrity under the sun and knows everything about everybody. So even when I became friends with you guys, I didn't know a lot about you guys. And I'm not from New York either. Right. So it wasn't DJ MB's world to me. So the more I hung out with him, I was like, oh, shit, like he really he's legit celebrity. <laughs> to me, I was like, oh, oh, OK. Oh, okay. OK. Big time. Right. <laughs> to me, to, oh, to me, that. he was just Rashawn. Right. <laughs> he was just just. All right. You're cool. You're on the radio. The more I hung out with him, I was like, oh, shit. OK. But you also said that in the book, too, or you, maybe just to me um that there was a point where you went to a party with him and you're like, oh like you you have groupies, you have
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: like you you know? right? have every every man I've ever dated, every,
3: everybody, 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 everybody has wants been, everybody was like, with their grocery nice store. To but you better check us out. I mean
1: <laughs> but, in, in real yeah, life but, but in that moment I mean, yes, you you weren't in that world with him, right? It's so right. you knew about it, you understood <laughs> it, but until you actually saw it in that moment. Like, oh, shit. Like,
0: yeah, it okay. was it was a moment for me. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, Rashawn always wanted me to go to the club with him. Right. And to travel with him and to do all of these things. Um, but I was mom,
4: the mother the of two, two small mom. children. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, for those of you that don't know, like when we talk about the cheating, it was, and I know we talk about it a lot. Um, and it's because it was very significant. What well, happened? <laughs> sorry, oh, dear. Pardon me.
3: <laughs> her whole—it's like caught it's in, still in there. A, a sound man. I feel like the audio is going to get jacked, because it's in the know, middle like, of it. You see, they're going to come for you.
2: They're going to come for me. Like, be like, also, oh, audio
0: sounded like yeah. trash. Yeah.
2: You see how we got Hold caught me. I'm there?
0: sorry, guys. Can you play some like um, music? <laughs> oh, <laughs> music? Oh, oh wait, how now it, it's good. We're gonna have to take this off. Go get it or take it, it, off. Rely 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 to take it. Yeah. or something. Okay. Um,
5: Hold on the book. Guys. Hold there you up. go. And just <laughs> oh, I
3: see. Right. You see how it's, it's in there? Yeah. Okay.
5: Sorry, well. <laughs> okay. I, was,
0: I was so distracted.
5: So, if you um, haven't already pre-ordered, make sure you get the get the copy. Okay, and it's a beautiful
1: book. Okay, I don't remember what I was saying. Uh, what was it? There was a moment for you where you went into oh no,
0: the, the oh, cheating kids. Oh, yes. I was saying that, you know, we talk about it a lot. And it's because it was so important. and It was so detrimental when it happened.
1: It was a turning point. You know, it was a
0: turning point. It was a catalyst for uh, a lot of great things to happen thereafter. I also talk about it a lot because most women that I know, if not every woman that I know has gone through it at some point in her life. So I think that there's a lot to learn from what we experienced.
1: Um, and what your thought process was. And then you throw on, in the industry I can, as well. Yes, I
0: can go on and on about why what happened to us um, and the lessons to be learned and the wisdom that I gained from it and everything else that came along, why it is so important to share. Many women have this experience but are too embarrassed to talk about it. Maybe they feel like a failure. Um, They feel inadequate. They feel insufficient. Um, A lot of women will use the word humiliation or embarrassment as um, descriptive words to explain how they feel as a result of being Mm -hmm. cheated on. And what I try to communicate in the book is that that isn't the action of another. It has no reflection Mm -hmm. on you. Be embarrassed about the things that you do, the choices that you make, if they are not up to par, or if they tell a bad story about you. Never be humiliated or embarrassed by the action of someone else. Mm. It has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It's their own lack of integrity. It's their own shortcomings that disabled them from handling you properly and Mm -hmm. handling the situation properly. And whatever it was that they were battling with or whatever it was that they weren't in that situation, they went after it in the wrong way. They were not whole. That was the question I
3: had. Like, and you basically answered it. Why, why would we keep talking about it, right? Why? why I, I. You know, you told me the story. I've heard it since from you and now the book and the podcast. Why do we keep telling it? And... My natural inclination was to say, "This ain't my fault. You did it. I'm not talking about it. It's over." And now hearing you say it, it's because when you unveil it in a certain way, it's empowering and creates a familiarity because most of us have experienced it. All of us, and it's not even the humiliation. I never would have had any humiliation from being cheated on. I was because we were told. I felt humiliated,
1: and I know many other people. But right, but we were humiliated. told. You, would you
0: have felt humiliated or embarrassed?
1: Um, I was just thinking, like when I have been cheated on, it, I was younger, so it didn't mean anything to me. So mm-hmm. at that moment, no. If it happened now, probably. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ben? Yeah.
3: Okay, so I'm more resonated with you. There was no humiliation in that. That's something that men do, and culturally, I'm half black and half Italian. It's culturally something I've heard of. It was never for me. You do that to me, and I'm out of here. More important than the humiliation was the guilt that I felt for saying. So, oh, okay, you can cheat, part. and I and and it's always been said, it's never going to happen to me. So if you do it to me, I'm out of here. So it was more. It I was, was less say. about the humiliation of the action. That's not on me. That's yeah. on you, dummy. <laughs> the guilt was for the, yeah. the, the the humiliation was the guilt was the guilt.
1: The whole situation too knowing you and knowing that you're, you were at some point, so black and white, right? Right. Like you knew with your soul, if this was going to happen, I was done. You told everybody, right? Like, nope, I'm done. It's a wrap. We're getting divorced. That was
0: the, that was the girl that my mother raised.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So there was no, like you didn't, you didn't give yourself time to process because you're like, all right, cool. Next step is divorce. I'll see, I'll catch you on the podcast. It doesn't, matter,
0: side. How right. doesn't right. matter how I feel. Right. It doesn't matter how old. Yeah. Was, I told wrong it's over. It's over. was the lawyer. like, no, bro. You don't understand.
1: Right. I lost a lot of money. I told his parents. Yeah. So, so,
0: told his parents. Yeah. Once he told tell the parents, it's kind of like, his parents. It's almost, I told his parents the, day, the day that I, I told his mother, 35 minutes after mm-hmm. I left. Mm-hmm.
5: And she couldn't believe band. it. Like she couldn't,
3: she
1: couldn't believe it. Wasn't it
3: was. And having met her, you can almost imagine her reaction.
0: Exactly. Oh, I that was told my heaven children, heaven. That's, that's how you know, like it wasn't like, "Oh, well, she was going to stay all along. Mm-hmm. If I was going to stay all, all along, we my had done all two this. young children, would've and never... again, for perspective, mm-hmm. if, in case you don't already know, we're talking about something that happened about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was one time. Well, not one time, but with one person um, at one point. Um, So I think I talk about it in a way where it seems as though it was like a slew of concubines.
2: Like <laughs> and, <laughs> and
0: I think yeah she got problems. Go so, Go so, Go but, so I know I speak about it um <laughs> in in such a way, but the truth is but for it was me pivotal for you. Because it was pivotal, but it also didn't matter if it was one right. or ten. ten. It was all the, was, it was the act, it doesn't matter. It was the hurt, it, it was act. the act, the, the act. betrayal, and it was the betrayal, it was the lies, It's just that everything that too, it was, and then it was everything that came thereafter Absolutely. and everything that I learned and us ultimately becoming closer to God as a couple. And then the legacy of us being able to pass that down yeah. to my children to be raised in a godly home from which they're learning from parents, parents that no, no, right. Like and Mom forgiveness taught me that God existed. Right? Yeah. Or my dad just didn't agree, but <laughs> but that's what she taught me. Right. Um. But she but didn't taught she didn't teach me from a place of someone that knew knew. Right. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know no. because God has unveiled Himself to me in a special way. He didn't do that for my mother, or maybe she couldn't hear the knocking either. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it now it's something I can give to my children. So I would have gone everything, every hurt night that I experienced, everything that devastated me at the time, I would go through it all again, knowing if I knew that the gift at the end was this relationship with God, that I can pass it down to my children Mm -hmm. through legacy and they can pass it down to theirs. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But you were saying. But
1: reading that, reading how, and I use the word pivotal because it truly was, like it shifted you from black and white and you know, this is it. This is this is all I need to focus on, um, to then going into the gray zone uncomfortably, Hell, right? Um, but then truly sitting in that zone, right? Yeah. And almost angry, just angry, like feeling your feelings though in that zone, right? And then coming out of it, like seeing that, knowing you, knowing how black and white. You still are, even to this point. You have that gray zone, yeah. but it's like, all right, I'll be there, you know, tiptoeing here and there whenever I want. You're still very, all right, well, this happens, and then this is going to happen next. Done. So
3: do you, yeah. let me ask you this, and I think this is going to be helpful for a lot of men and women. <laughs> do you think because some, some men kind of like, oh, well, you better not do it again. This is the last time you can get it coming to her. Dudes be like, just <laughs> be like, yeah, I, I know. Uh, right. Let it, the let, let it cool down a month or seven or a year and then yeah. next thing you know, we just back in this pattern. pattern. Right. Do you think that you going so hard? The extreme. The extreme. Divorce, on the books, lawyer, paid for, that was told your mama, up. told your kids. Do you think that because you went so hard and made it so real that that snapped Rashawn into, okay, I can't play this game anymore. What, what is the, the, and this is not something you directly address in the book, but there's so much around it that it, the context helps. Would you say that, that that's, to have a woman be comfortable to take a man back. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think that it was the actions you took, or do you think that that was just who you wait, guys were? Wait, before you answer that. Uh-huh not only did all that happen, the lawyers, divorced. divorce, tell the mom, the kids, Gia, Casey, doubled down and was like, oh, you come over for holidays. We won't be together. We can see the kids for holidays. Oh, yeah, she like, she, she made it. Together. it. Yeah. She made it reality. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. she gave she, actual scenarios of no, how this was going to play no, 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 out. she
0: dissected him all day. He uh, yeah.
1: Was, <laughs> 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 like she drew out his alternate life. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: So wait, your question is,
3: do you think that going so hard like you know really saying no we're divorced and not just oh we're over and but don't do it again (laughs) this is the last time did it what finish the question did Did that course correct Rashawn did that make do you think that's the reason
2: the reason why
0: it never happened again no okay because remember when you read the book in case you didn't know he course corrected himself Mm -hmm. before
3: Two or three years,
0: years, years prior. I found out about it two or three years after it had already ended. When I found out about it, it was old. Oh, new. Right. News. It was new news. to us. News. Right. News. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I was finding out about like some like relatively ancient, like it had already happened. It right. was over. And he, of course, corrected himself. He made a decision right. that he didn't want to do that. Again, um, I think, because he recommend he recognized um, all of the negative ways that doing that, doing what he did, hurt him, mm-hmm. and hurt his conscience before it even
5: got to you. Before it
0: ever even got mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. and then all of those fears came to reality when I did find out. You know, and when
1: you get home, poof, be got to talk. <laughs>
0: Which, which we gotta when talk.
1: When you talk about it, you talked about it in the show that you guys did, right? The woman behind the, the man. One, oh, behind the uh, right. Yeah, and the way you talked about it there, I was like, "Dang, he told himself." <laughs> like all she said was, "We gotta do. talk." Right, most right. All she said was, "We gotta talk," and they're like, "But oh, I think damn. it's been way but but, but but also, but also, it's, it's it was how it's was, the relationship,
2: right? He knows he, he knew, she knew. Did. so he knew that we gotta talk meant we're not talking about. Chips. you being pregnant yeah. the doctor's and appointment because you would have told me because he was straight and was like yo look this shit this up is it out there is it out there like, like, out there? like right. she knows he, he was kind of gay he didn't talk me it's right. Sad. Yeah. yeah right, right. right. <laughs> so he already yeah. knew where he you already at pull into that parking lot I'm coming right now we're gonna talk about this right now wait. Like, you wait
0: the Additional
1: fifteen. Yeah, minutes no, no, no. For yeah. For me to get home, mind you, I can't drive by that place anymore. Without you can't drive like,
0: past Home oh, Depot. <laughs> oh, damn! like, this That's what happens. We're going down.
5: Touching
2: <laughs> <down. laughs> steering That's wheel. Pouring okay. one out
5: the window for you. Damn,
4: homie.
3: Damn, homie. That's
4: what I'm looking for, homie.
5: Sean
3: looks at me like
0: I'm. Crazy, <laughs> knowing that I can laugh about this no. now. Yeah. Like but I it, mean, that's so the, beauty the, book, years, right? yeah. Yeah. the beauty of the book, though. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, because oh,
5: people so get to see. Right?
0: It's not even the time, right? Yeah. It was the work. Yeah. In the New Deal.
5: The New Deal. Do
0: you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was the work that he put in. It was what he showed and what he proved. It was that, and then, yeah. and also me. What's it? Who? Which one of you said the humiliation? It was you. The humiliation in the forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? I could talk about it so I mean, freely guilt. because mm-hmm. and the guilt because God absolved me of that guilt mm-hmm. and that humiliation. Mm-hmm. I don't carry is, that. Yeah, this is bigger than y'all. Yeah. Just, this is bigger than y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't carry that burden on my yeah. back, worrying about what anybody thinks. Yeah, because I don't give a Bleep. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand because i i fully understand my human experience yes. yeah. and what i was taken through so but that's the freedom of god that's the freedom i don't have to i don't have to worry about yeah. what anybody thinks yeah. you know?
3: i will say this the closer you get with your relationship with source and spirit the less you care about what anybody else
1: thinks. and the noise
3: it's Amen. so important yeah. living mm-hmm. your truth is so much more real like, to sit here and say we've made all these human mistakes and we've lived all these human experiences is because we know there's something bigger than ourselves so that I can't answer I don't I owe nobody anything, right. but in my younger self, my ego was so inflated that I had guilt because what does that say about me to all the people? Who are these people? I would have felt the same me, way right. watching me, me take this go man back, back to a man who didn't even deserve did. me to begin with that's not cheated on me. Yeah. That's he a don't know you're your and you are Right. But he cheated on me. Yeah. And that and there, there, there.
0: And again, right. that's the beauty for me of the book. Because I was you I was you and you were I like,
1: <laughs> I <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I would have felt the same way, like me. Like, what would that tell to the people that know and love me? You know, like, no, because I'm stronger than that. I'm more powerful than that. Like, y'all already know. I don't put up with mm-hmm. anything from anybody. I'm sweet. I'm mild. I'm soft spoken, but I don't ever yeah, f- play either. Yeah. And anyone that knows
2: me, I'll cut you off, and that's it. I was gonna
0: say <laughs> no, you, I know, you, I know, you I won't. You won't
2: even know why I Wait, cut what? you off, and you don't
0: even know why I cut you off. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, you know, Another one bites that,
4: the
3: is,
0: <laughs> that is you know that is
3: me like you melted in that moment you could see yes. it in the book you melted it that's was like, a good way of putting you it you melted because you had these yeah. polar ice caps of rules yes and it was almost like this is a well-oiled machine this this does not work yes. if i deviate from this because
0: this carried me through life yeah you know?
3: And it got you through those experiences.
2: I have a question. So we talk about in this instance, right? Yeah. Where God came and you said after the second time that God knocked on your door, you looked up like, I get it. Right? Mm -hmm. We've also had a conversation, aside from the book, and you and I have spoken. And you said to me, you know, we know that your mom had dementia and you speak about it in the book. Had your mom had her wits about her, and she knew what had happened,
0: what no. the knocking on the door would have made a difference Let if your mom you. knew. I'm going to say something right now that I've oh, never, I've important. never said publicly, and I've never, and, and I didn't say it in the book. I don't know how it's going to come across, but I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth
2: because <sighs> I think I know the answer, but then I don't want to like.
3: That's important. That's a deep question. Speak.
0: Yeah, um okay. So what I believe, what I believe, is that whatever Rashawn and I are supposed to accomplish together as a couple through our love and or through our children and possibly their subsequent children, I believe that it is so great that my mother was a casualty.
4: By that,
0: what I mean is if my mother didn't have dementia when I was going through that struggle, God, no God, I would not have forgiven Rashawn. Because her voice was that powerful. Because my mother's voice was so powerful. Mm -hmm. And I was raised to be so strong and so no nonsense and no, pardon my language, but no bullshit, Mm -hmm. where I don't take anything from anybody that I do not deserve. I could not have gone to my mother. And told her as much as she loved Rashawn. Mm-hmm. And in the last podcast where you know I was asking Rashawn questions, you know Rashawn even said that you know him <laughs> and my mom would have. Um, I'm going to quote him. The... He said like fuck Gia conversations. Fuck-year conversations. <laughs> 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 then, like I would do something to him. He would call my mom and vent to her, yep, and they would yep. have a fuck gear <laughs> conversation, right? <laughs> as close as they were, and as much as my mother adored Rashawn, I mean. I think she might have loved him a little bit more than me. (laughs) Like, she loved him. And even with that love, if she had her wits about her and knew that he did what he did, I couldn't have humbled myself to go to my mother and say, Mom, I had this experience and God came to me. And she'd be like, Are you stupid? Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. I didn't raise you to be like that. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, but to save face I in front of my mother, you would have executed like that said, plan. God, no God. I'd be like, sorry, God, you have to find me another love no, of yeah. my
2: life. Yeah, I think I know that. That's all the question. I, I when
3: well, you don't know have parents, you don't like, and then you're re- respectfully to your the rest of your family, you're like, okay, well, you know, but that voice, It's the safety net and it's the voice. Okay, well, I don't have anybody to answer to now. I'm the parent. But there's also no safety net, so I'm responsible. Right. You know, and for you, when I say it melted, I saw, you could see it in the picture from when you had the assault on you. There was resolve. Like this young girl, young girl, this beautiful young girl assaulted and you're sitting there and the resolve in your face was like, nah, take this. And... You can see, it's almost like at that moment, it all piled on. And then you were this person until God and the melting of it all. There's a responsibility. And when you say casualty, that's important. It's almost like you had a choice. And God said, okay, you can have these amazing parents, but you'll lose this one at 19. And then mm-hmm. you'll lose this one at this point. And then that's going to be, the rest of the story goes this way. And you think back and you're like, I would have chosen that. Mm -hmm. Because I would rather have these two amazing parents for the brief time I did and to equip me in the way that they did than to have a lifetime of shitty parents or shitty examples. And it was really important that you said that because you knew, almost as though it was your choice beforehand, that you would not have been able to stay in this with her still being present of mind because that's not
0: who... Her daughter was. No, you were not Gia at that moment. You were her daughter. And I think that even if God kicked down that door, I don't think I would have seen that door.
5: Like, you would have picked like, it yeah, up.
0: And on, <laughs> sung, <on the>
4: shed, <laughs>
5: Try
0: again.
4: I would not have,
0: I would not have, yeah. I would not have recognized <laughs> it. I would have been too busy laying in my mother's bed, like, yo, yeah,
5: because you are you were the strength. And that's the first part of the book.
0: Yeah.
5: Everything that you painted, you can see it clear as day. Because as you're reading, I saw from the stitches yeah. you driving into the parking lot,
4: mm-hmm.
5: the way you talked about your mother. Like I can visualize all of these things mm-hmm. like vividly, like I can see it. And I think that it's important for everyone to understand that the levels that not only like it humanizes you and boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have a perception of you and they have a perception of him.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: You bring them from this is how I was from my
3: I, whole life.
5: My whole entire my life. Whole life. So it helps people understand stop judging a book by its cover because this cover is beautiful
3: but, it's but inside
5: it's so much more magic in there mm-hmm. as you say. To me that's the best part the terminating- to me the book
3: there's so much in there about their relationship. But to me, the overpowering, I don't know if anybody else felt this way, the overpowering voice of this book was your mom. Yes. It was, it was it's mm-hmm. like, you, really? you could, you felt that way. Well? Mm-hmm. And, and that could be my mm-hmm. own circumstance. There's so many parallels to our parents. The loss of my mother changed me, the loss of my father defined me mm. completely. Mm-hmm. My mother was the boss bitch. She was, taking her shit. Like, there's every move. We, we I didn't have to think because my mother thought for me. When my mother died and I was 22 years old, okay, well, now I have to think. and I don't have to think for her, for me, my 16-year-old sister, 50-year-old father. You know, I have to think for all of us now because she thought for all of us and I am her daughter. My mother's death changed me. Then I grew this weird, best friend relationship with my dad. Only person I ever trusted fully. Only person I ever felt understood me fully. So now it's my little brother. It's my best friend. Still my dad. But Then he died. Well, that defined me. That defined who I was. Because now it's like, all right, well, you're not. My sister was off living with her fiance at the time and out to start her own family. So it's like, who are you? So Mm. that defined me. I don't have to care for these people anymore. I don't have to be my mother's daughter anymore. My mother's death changed me. My father's death defined me. That whole book, she is all All over over that book Mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end. That woman's voice is threaded, and not just through her, Mm -hmm. through Mm Sean. Yeah, their relationship
1: explains
0: that. You see, from like that, I just want to say that makes me so happy. It's, on, it's, on and it's, it's And it's, you know, um, writing it is an experience for me. I know what inspired me to write, but to hear you say that and know that that's what comes across the, although it's not, um, it wasn't as intentional mm-hmm. as it came across, obviously my dedication is mm-hmm. to my mother. And then there's a section where I talk about the way that I was mothered and how it translates into into the way that I mother my children. But to hear that you saw that weaving throughout. And, and it came so across. Far,
3: so far beyond the dedication. When you talk about how you, me, and I experienced this the same, and that's why I asked the girls if they experienced that too, because I don't know if it's because our circumstances were so similar that I felt it. Same thing, with the way you talk about the affection you give your children mm-hmm. and how you were able to almost the same for me. Not hearing I love you. Not being overly hugged or kissed by my mother. But I knew the power of this person was so strong that it was love in a whole different form. You didn't need the I love you. Right? I did. Yeah, she did and yeah. she knows that her children do. Mm-hmm. But even without saying it, it was like I recognized that was that the the way that that woman was loved,
4: right?
5: Mm-hmm. and I don't
3: blame her. i put, mm-hmm. in, and yeah, put in perspective. We talk about this a lot, and you don't have this, and that's a blessing. the The most difficult thing in life is to be angry or frustrated with a dead person. Yeah. How do you go back and have a conversation and tell a dead person, "I forgive you. I'm okay with these circumstances." You know, power prayer the threads through this book that are just it's and and i don't know if you realized it writing it or if you saw it afterwards but her voice is all through it because you just truly truly see that that's where you are pulling your strength from at every point and even when you make a choice that's other than what you think she would do you're almost like i'm sorry mommy i know you wouldn't right. do this but because of you i can, I can do, do it
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Very Absolutely.
2: deep. <laughs> that was beautiful. You love to wiggle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: She loved her. <laughs> she loved <laughs> <laughs> that
0: that well her. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it can't be anything but her voice because her mm-hmm. voice is my voice. We are our mother's daughters. Like it or not, love it or not, we mm-hmm. are mother's daughters. or our father's daughters, too. But some people, that's just by default. <laughs> yeah. I happen to be so proud and honored to be my mother's daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why, um, I guess it inadvertently comes out in ways other than what was deliberate. Obviously, there's deliberate mm-hmm. ways in the book, but it, and then that just really, really makes
3: me happy. That really, really makes me happy. You talk about the timing, like, "Oh, I was three months pregnant, Mother's Day," and yeah. those are very, like, very tangible, obvious things. Yeah, but that's, not, just, that's right. not the powerful right. part, right. Throughout right. that book, like that's like that's on the nose, right? Right, like that's that's the, that's the obvious. And I think that was your way of proving the right. connections, and it's just so weaved throughout; mm-hmm. it. it can't be denied.
5: It's
4: showing the importance
3: of it. Yes, yeah. not all of us have it, mm-hmm. or you
5: know, experience it. You know, and I think that boss's side shows how his parents were and how you you were with your parents, but how you can define your own family the way. So you still have your mother's voice and boss is able to still come in and take from what he learned, but, but able to be sheltered by you on that and right. get and receive that. And I think that with men, it's like. They're growing up like, oh, they got to be stern. They got to like be this they way. Father, they like, don't need to hug. Mm-hmm. We, don't, you don't, we don't need to hug you. We're going to tell you we love you and you need to be strong man. Right. Right. But like how you are with boss,
2: right. which is
5: yeah. out this world. <laughs> we and with, you give him that that reassurance. Mm-hmm. We see it every day. We hear it like he talked about in the last podcast, but you are his reason to love. Mm-hmm. He says it there and he, and he feels it. He couldn't explain it because it's a feeling. Right. He couldn't, he right. really, he couldn't verbalize how he makes her feel. I asked him, how does he do how, how do you define love and how does it make you feel? That's those, that's the exact question. And he danced around it, but he was just like, it's a feeling. And you're the only person that can give me that feeling. Mm. That was deep for me because it's like what you were saying, kind of like what you want. Right. But he's got to get there and he can get there because I don't think boss would be able to Verbalize that, and just say that out loud. without right. Feeling away or feeling like I'm a man, I gotta, you know, I love you, girl. That's all you gonna get. <laughs> you know I laugh. you. Know you. I, but you're like, no, I want you to dig deep. And he had to sit there for a second, but he he couldn't he explain. To answer, like three or four. Yeah, times. and it was just like, like, that's
3: not
0: an answer. But he and said, she'll, uh, she, yeah. she'll challenge
3: you. Oh, no, she like
5: she no. did. Trust oh, me, no. she did. But for him no, to, no. to say, no.
0: you gotta know, yeah. we have to start by understanding yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. If, and you, we, nope. if we can manipulate a conversation,
5: exactly, then you're, you're not getting you to truth.
0: Yeah. It, you, if you're the one manipulating, you're not getting to your own truth. Yeah. You can't grow. We have to yeah. understand ourselves. And you there There's
2: something in the book, and I don't know verbatim, but how I took it was, I am mine before I am anybody else's. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ownership in you, and you didn't. She didn't lose self. like she didn't
2: lose who right. she was. You know, and and um that is me today. I'm okay with me. Right. I am mine before I could be anybody else's.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, so um reading the chapters in the book, you know, you asked what you resonate with, but there's you there's a part of me in every chapter because I've been, my circumstance has been every single chapter, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I think that for me was was great. Your takeaway? My takeaway, like knowing me, loving me first. And then I can give that love.
5: And receive it because you're deserving.
2: Yeah. Knowing there's power in that. It doesn't have to be power in that abuse and like, oh, I got it now. Like, I got the upper hand. There's power in a way, but there's no real power in that. It's it's, what I can do for myself, you know? Knowing that I am strong because I've dealt with circumstances. Because I looked at myself like, I'm fucking weak. Like, how many times do I got to deal with Bullshit. How many times, By different, by okay. different, by different
4: men. By different, by different like men.
2: You know, by different men. Like, okay, but don't do it again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is the last time. You know, being
2: embarrassed, embarrassment because not because people knew about it, but because whoever your indiscretions was with, I was a joke to her. Like, this, I'm a fucking joke. And then, like, look at her. He fucking me, but he's she kept him. Like. Like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for myself. That thought, right?
0: Because it's not even. And I remember when I was like pre what we went through. That was like my thought, like why I would never forgive, right? Like when I was black and white, why I would never forgive. So basically, I'm not going. You be put me man, in a position, so- right? Where you got another woman feeling like she, she got, got the one up me
2: like she's yes. better than me yep.
0: like she has something
2: that I don't have mm-hmm. that's why he's that he do you're choosing her. That's, yeah. Women. Yeah. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. that yeah. you're choosing
0: her yep. you chose her well guess what keep you, better keep her. Her. you better keep, keep her. her cause keep she's gonna yep. be new boo yep. you know what I mean Yeah. keep choosing her, her. down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's that is that. Right. You are. <laughs> no, your you already know.
5: You already know. Oh my Hello. god!
3: No, no don't that's Actually, that's a good segue to a, good, a, good, a, good, a, good, a good question I had. Um, what do you tell the people who are the Ingrids, the Bens, the Heathers that are? beyond their 15-year-old childhood sweetheart. They've been through real-life tough relationships. They've been through significant situationships. They're single, figuring it out, okay with themselves, but trying to figure out the next move. How do you say, like, okay, there's this great love story, but what do you say to that person, male or female, Who still believes that there's a story that exists out there? Well, do you keep kissing the toes? Well, I'd love to be overly
0: optimistic, but that wouldn't be real, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't. Mm.
5: Thank you for saying that. I was just about to say that.
0: Anything, saying anything other than that would be. A, whole. a lie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a, a lie. lie. Everybody, it, everybody, is. Everybody it is doesn't not. Doesn't get a happily ever after. That you want to know why? True okay. feelings. I believe that. Listen, I'm not a big talker about the universe and all that stuff, right? Okay. We know. That's not really. I mean, like numbers. That's not not really my yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know <laughs> what I mean? I don't really believe in like horoscopes and you know <laughs> all that stuff. Like the universe, like. I do believe like in certain in mm-hmm. manifestations yes. mm-hmm. and whatnot, but I believe that that's more like um, an actual thing. I do believe that um, there's very direct correlations between the way that you carry yourself in the world and that we call it the energy, right? The energy that you receive. Mm-hmm. If I walk into a room like I own it, people will inadvertently but treat me mean, right. like, like, like I own, own it, it because yeah. you are giving it off. And people um, tend to respect that. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you walk into a room and your posture,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: nervous, and Especially you're as shy, a female. you're shy, you don't speak up for yourself, That's and are treat you. people are going to treat you as though you are inferior to them because you've made them they feel you. as though you're inferior to My them. Gosh. So, people call it the universe hell. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I believe in manifestation, but I believe it more on a plane of like just reality kind of like you get what you give Mm. do you know what i mean yeah but do you um if you truly believe in yourself if you are truly a good person if you truly have good intentions if you're fake you're gonna get fake stuff back you're not gonna get the real if you're not a good person why the hell is god gonna bless you You know, God might give you um, momentary blessings, but maybe he's just playing with you. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Because you don't deserve the long standing blessings. I believe that when you are good and you are honest and you are beautiful on the inside, if you are humble and you are truly deserving, I believe that you will get. Because, um, oh, yeah. And my. I'm speaking. But that's also not the goal. goal. I know. What'd you say okay. said, well, where he's at? I said, that's the goal. <laughs> and and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why I wholeheartedly believe that. I believe in God's blessings. Mm-hmm. And I believe that when we have. Um, some people call it soulmate. But I'll just say when you are blessed with the right partner, it's because God gave that partner to, to you. you. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And I'll speak from a personal place. I, I might have said this before a long time on the podcast, but listen, before the whole experience that I went through with Rashawn, I was a worldly person, okay? Worldly person. I was a freaking worldly ass before person. We... Before the cheating oh, okay. and me becoming mm-hmm. the greatest. like this. My, the but with the homie upstairs, yeah. the big old <laughs> a whole worldly person. Okay. Oh, you're in the um, streets. Is what You, do, you so For me. the street. No, the street. I was in the, street, so far, the streets. No, I was Out maybe up. maybe slightly up the, street, not the, street. the, street. like, the streets. not for the streets. She was Why do you think it's all bougie? Just say, say, <laughs> no, no. When you're smoking crack. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go that far. I'm, but, just, I'm just kidding. But worldly yeah. in the sense of yeah. If an Apple laptop. Fell off the back of a trunk. And someone said to me, and someone said to me, shirts. "Hey, I got this twelve hundred dollars laptop for you for six hundred dollars." I'm like, where that, right?" <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I got. Yeah. cash.
2: I'ma still say with, if, where that. If,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get right with God, but <laughs> I didn't take it off You're the so back of funny. the trunk. <laughs> you, <laughs> Do you understand? If <laughs> like, I wasn't, understand. I wasn't led by a higher sense of conscience because it just didn't even really occur to me.
1: Right.
0: I'm like, well, I ain't still locked up. You see, that's my thought. That's <laughs> my closet. That's my thought. I didn't um, take, I didn't steal it. I would be like, well, I'm not credit card and I'm pa- scamming. And I'm paying for you know it, but I mean? anyway. The, the universe th- gets it back at you. It was kind of like a, a don't ask, don't tell. Yes. You know, like, I don't know where it came from. I don't know if your grandmama gave it to you, if it fell off the back of a truck, if it was a credit card stamp, um, scam, or if you stole it. But that got nothing to do right. with me. How much is it? Right. I'm paying for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I didn't do anything so wrong. So now you. So now you couldn't pay me to make a wrong or unethical conscious decision. Lord now, Jesus. mind you, I am not perfect. I don't try to be, that's not my goal. My goal isn't to be perfect, but I need to be able to do the best that I can do in my humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it means th- not talking about my friends behind their backs, not. You only got choice. like four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm
2: just
0: kidding. It's it not, was a joke. Like four more. They have
2: like no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ones, like, right? no,
0: it was uh, a joke. It was a joke. True, <laughs> it was but, a joke. You. But, you know, <laughs> like there are things that I will not engage in through that higher sense of mm-hmm. conscious, which is led by God can't the point, avoid it. karma, karma comes yes, to the, the point where, where like <laughs> before, I mean, it's a small example, <laughs> but I would litter. Yeah. Like, I would litter. She lit said her. I would litter. No, it's the truth. You used to throw
3: trash I, out your car?
0: I sure did. I don't like that. Oh, that's well, the worst thing I well, do. I throw well, do.
3: gum. I don't throw
2: trash. I throw gum and no, she no, told me about that's it. That's the
0: one thing I won't do is gum.
2: Yeah, she told me, you are going to throw trash out there.
0: If it's on the highway, on the highway and you step on a piece of gum on the highway but so
1: inconsiderate
0: but the tire behind you like Go. but but, but throw like McDonald's bag out there oh, no, no
1: that's I'm
2: ghetto the whole no that's ghetto. That that's ghetto that shit is ghetto i'm talking it's about a gum, a gum out the rabbit. window when
0: i'm on the highway it's not <laughs> so that girl, deep i the tire i would oh, so yes, let me tell you so after this whole thing yeah i don't know what you live at um i pulled up to a party city and my nanny at the time had made me a bagel so that I could take for my drive because I was starving, didn't have time to eat. So don't judge me. I get to the Party City, and this is after you know my evolving, right? And I'm like, I ate half the bagel, sitting on my seat, and I'm like, oh, I got the crumbs, and I need to get rid of this bagel. There's no trash can outside of Party City for some <laughs> reason, right? And I'm like, ah. I take it and I put it underneath my car in the little Dixie oh. paper plate, right? Get out of my car. I walk across the street and it was weighing. You on went back me. and grabbed it? I turned around. Oh, I, I mean, back no. to the car and I'm in a truck, right? So you crawled and you, you crawled. And now, see, when I put it and I was like, shit. it slid. <laughs> it <slipped. laughs> so it's like halfway across the middle of the car. I had to get down. It was the conscience. That's and it's a, it's a silly.
5: No, it's not silly, it's a simple powerful. example, but yeah. I'm
0: being real. No, that's good. You need I get know. down and I had to crawl <laughs> under my car. Someone literally was like, do you need help getting something? I'm like, no, I'm good. Because they were like, um, you said, can
5: I'm you get that like, half a bagel there? over there? Right. And I'm
2: like. I dropped my bagel under my dra- car. I'm trying
0: to grab. <laughs> my bagel slid. <laughs> I'm trying to grab the edge of the, and i like, to get my nail. And I finally got, and I dragged it back. I come out, I'm all dirty. I had to go back but home. But your soul was clean. But my soul was clean. No, Like, no, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm not no, even kidding. You
2: see? No, but this one, She dragged it. She it dragged knows.
0: it. This is, this, there's a, there's a term <laughs> that actually, um, one of my other eight friends said to me. <laughs> it's eight. Um, it's eight. Is, is it damn it. Think it is it's, it's eight. eight right? Mm-hmm. I think eight friends I have. Um, you know a I mean, in my head, right? And it's <laughs> Sasha. I know. Sasha said to me once, and it stuck with me forever. And it's one of those things I keep hearing Mm -hmm. in my mind all the time, especially when I was transitioning into a better person. And she said to me, when you know better, you do do better. better." Yes. Mm -hmm. And God knows when you know. So if you choose not to do better, it's like a defiance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And shit comes back to you
2: because of it.
0: But but you can't can't do it because it'll come back to you. You have to do it solely on the plane that... Mm-hmm. I'm making this choice because it is right, even if I never get anything back in return. Do you see what I mean? Right. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't know, I don't know
2: what you're talking not, about. Like, but hey, I say I'm a work in right. progress. <laughs> <laughs> like I always, I. It's it's It
3: It's gets, it gets it, it it like I haven't got to that part yet. <laughs> I think mean, for me, it's um, beyond right and wrong. It's intention, like intuition. So I say it's because both my parents are gone. My angels are stronger. All my grandparents are gone. my angels are stronger. So to me, like I'm walking down the street. Something tells me across the street. I don't have to have a reason. You just do it. Or even if this feels like a more direct path, if something tells me cross the street, I just crossed the street. Mm-hmm. It's the obedience.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah. it's the obedience. And it's so far beyond that type of stuff. Because I used to be like that too. Like I, even my, I'm like, well, this is biodegradable and that's tree, so I can toss the yes. bagel. I can toss yes, the bagel, but not the Dixie plate. The world is going to come and get it. Yes, yes. but yes. not the Dixie plate. Just the bagel. Yes. Yes. You
2: see, yeah, I don't think like that. So right. but that's
3: what I'm saying. But right. then your intuition is like, it's <laughs> just beyond, it's like, you feel it, you feel it. And if, it feel, if something triggers me or
0: it feels like this isn't, then I... You know, My it. dad used to say that sometimes you have to go to an extreme to prove a point, right? And this is, in the sense of something completely insignificant but it's just a small dose to show like as a reference point for like all the greater choices that i make that have a lot more that hang in the balance and the reason i even mentioned it is because once we started living a more intentional life that is directed by god the blessings could not stop flowing in Mm. The blessings were Mm -hmm. just one after the other, after the other, after the other. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, like, and it's like, wow. And I felt it in my heart that there was a direct correlation between my actions Mm -hmm. as a better human being and what I am being blessed with on a daily basis. So to answer your question, because we went all around the world <laughs> right, back, right. But she's so worldly to- so it kinda hit it. it <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, no, I don't think that everybody gets it because I don't think that everybody deserves it. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think that everyone has gotten to a point where they are- <laughs> on this game.
4: That was one of the too. That's <laughs> the sniper guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <the dark>. Word.
5: <laughs>
3: Word. Right. So- <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that people that are deserving, and that and people that have patience, and people that have faith, I believe that. It's not a
5: matter of if, it's a matter of time. when. Mm. Okay, I'm back alive. <laughs> okay.
0: Yes, when, 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 <laughs>
5: when.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, not too long ago, I was talking to a co-worker. She's she not a co-worker. She, no, no, she's not a friend. She's an older woman. And she works across the hall from where I'm at. So we like, we don't work together by no means. Like our most interaction will be like our little kitchenette. And the ladies room. Right,
4: right. That's
2: our interaction. And we're in the bathroom. I don't even know what sparked the conversation. She might have complimented me about something. I And in that conversation, she talked about God. And how God spoke to her. And she spoke about the overwhelming feeling. And it gave me goosebumps, but I don't... I'm not there. I, don't, I didn't understand it. And she told me how she felt this overwhelming feeling, and she wasn't particularly religious, but she kept feeling it. And she started praying. And she says, God, I want to know more about you. Give me the ability to read the Bible. Give me the ability to understand you. Mm-hmm. And she did. Mm-hmm. And, and she explained how reading the Bible and Building a relationship with God, not necessarily going to church, but just her faith. Her faith was so powerful that it changed so many things in her life from her mother having cancer and her praying over her mother and saying, God, I'm going to pray over my mom every single day. And if you are here and if you're going to help, I'm going to feel heat in my hands and she will feel sensation in her belly. And it would be just that. She says, I may have felt it two or three times in a course of 10 months where I knew that she was going to be okay. It, so it just, it, it made me, and I say that to say, in that conversation, in the bathroom, it made me want to have more faith. Because sometimes we say like, no, I believe in God, I pray, but my faith isn't all there because bad things happen. Unfortunate things happen, and they've happened to me.
0: But it's through and, those things you have to have faith despite those things. But and, and, and that's and that's that's the test. And, and, you can't just love God when you feel like He's loving you. Right. Yeah. So so, so mm-hmm. when
2: mean? when I was going through that, that makes it a condition condi- right. Relationship. And 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 I'm praying because God, please don't let this to me more Like so, and and, I, and and I don't want that anymore because that's
0: been me. I've been right. And you know why you're not getting because you're. In, when you pray like that, to me, is my opinion, mm-hmm. right? You're bargaining or you're yeah. using God for, for your benefit. Time,
2: for the time being, for the benefit. Yes. You know,
0: like think about it. If your man only bleeps with you, if you're Okay, oh, I was about to get vulgar. Um, if, if you're about to be boss She forgot we lied. We only get head. She,
4: she forgot we lied. We're a just to sneak back up the world. <laughs> I the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want me to
0: say no, no, I can no, say it. Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> if your man, if a man is only treating you well, if when you I, give him head, right? That's a nice way of putting it, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. But if you he stop not. doing that, he not fucking with me. He's he fucking with or, or he just starts treating you a girl like-ish. with a purple wig, right? that oh, means
1: that it's conditional. It's conditional, like, and
0: exactly. he's using you, exactly. right? As long as he's benefiting, right? Or he's only co- he's only t- tapping on your shoulder. At midnight, right? Because he wants. to You bed. understand what I'm
2: saying? If you're only <laughs> tapping on God's <laughs> shoulder, when because, you need something, because shit, bad shit happening to me. Yeah, when you need
0: something, he gonna be like, "Nabi,"
3: yeah.
2: It's Just like you might be like,
3: "Get off of me!" Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. I always feel guilty. Like I, I, I find myself. My prayers are always gratitude, and. As I go to ask for stuff... It's funny. I
0: feel the same way.
3: As I go to ask for stuff... I feel guilty? I feel bad. I feel, bad
1: so, and I feel you know, guilty and I stop myself. So, so, so like, you know... Oh, I'm not going to so, ask for so that. He knows So, I'm so you know bad. what I was... I to rephrase that. my prayer or my... So you, know, so, you know what I was... So, that, and exactly. Wait, so, I, so that's exactly... And that's what it. wants to... Yeah. Lay your burdens down. There's a whole piece in the book
0: where... I don't remember if we got the question from... I think it was from an email mm-hmm. that we um, put in the book where someone something to the effect of I want a closer relationship with God, God. Mm-hmm. how do I achieve that how do I pray yeah, it was and email. then Rashawn and I both answered that question in the books so that's mm-hmm. kind of like what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now
3: yeah well isn't it
0: true that you
3: became a better person through a closer relationship with God through tragedy
0: absolutely mm. and that's that was the course. Yeah, there's the that's the yin and the yang in, in, in other cultures. And that's right? why I say that what happened was a gift and a curse. It has mm-hmm. to be. You know, it, it, what, is, what is it? There's no uh, message without the mess. Mm-hmm. You know? There's, there's no testimony without the mess. There's no testimony without this the rest.
5: Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I know my little quotes. You like, okay. shared a lot of you quotes in there too. You
0: got that yesterday in your story. Yes. You're really surprised. your Instagram life be like. <laughs> <laughs> but, but
2: but I'm definitely trying to find my faith. I'm trying to find my relationship with God. You
0: need it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come out wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I, I think we all We
3: through a whole shot. You need it. You need it. No, no you no, need no. it.
0: She, no. <laughs> because I want you to have everything that yes. life has to offer you. And, and 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 there will be more
2: for you. And and, and I and I feel that. And and I and I've started praying. I feel guilty when I fall asleep because I pray when I'm laying down. Oh, I
1: pray every time. When Well, I feel, I feel like that's the devil. devil. But he no, makes you fall asleep. no, no. The Lord no. wants me to rest. No. no. <laughs>
3: he heard my message. You oh, see? And he see? said, see? The I, not left not left left left. Left. I, I am not the only one. I am not the only one. And he I said, left. 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 You you said that's my child. You see? I was going to say, you see? You see? I'm not, you
0: know what I'm saying? No, I I had to pray against that. I had to pray against that. Yes.
2: I felt like God know what I want to say. He said, just rest. I already know. Yeah, but- <laughs> he said, he said, lay the rest. I already know. And you was like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like I was like oh, no, no, excited. Like, I came back I uh, God in that moment. Oh, right. In a deep, like. Yes,
2: yeah, the same way. This right? so 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 no, real quick, so real quick. So real quick. Yes, I don't think so. So, real I. Quick, so I feel guilty when I fall asleep. I also feel guilty <laughs> when I am asking for certain things because I almost feel like I'm wishing, same. like I'm rubbing a lamp and I'm wishing for a genie. Like, and I have three wishes? And three. and well, no, <laughs> I'm giving geez. wishes. No, well, um, I feel like when I'm when I'm asking for certain I things understand. or when I'm praying, I feel like I'm wishing upon a star. Like, yeah. like it almost. Goes from talking to God to like, right. <laughs> <now> <laughs> i,
0: this. I so this is an example of what <laughs> not to do when you pray.
2: What the hair, the side
1: eye, I was to Pray in the side, <laughs> eye. Pray, so. <laughs> in the side <laughs> eye.
0: She had the whole she <laughs> said, side eye, but she didn't, she didn't let. I mean, it sounds nice to but, say that, you know, you can figure out your own way to pray. And yes, there is a I lot of truth to that. But I, think that there's, I don't think that there's necessarily a, a, a wrong complete, way. right way to pray, but I do think that there's a, there's wrong, a wrong way, way to pray. pray. If you're only praying when you're asking God for favors or for things or for the ease of life and whatnot, without coupling those desires with gratitude and with Ways that you want to make your life better. Ways that you want to make the people around you better. The ways that you want to make the world better. Without, I thank God for everything me up in the morning. negative that has ever happened to me and for everything that will happen to me. That is part of my daily prayer. Because, because of those things, I gain wisdom. I gain grow. character. I grow. I evolve. So, I'm thankful for all of that negativity.
2: Right, so you're gonna show me after this podcast how to do this. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do that. It's the
0: way
3: you're
0: vocalizing.
2: I
3: know you pray for your friends.
2: Absolutely. I know you pray I, for your family. Absolutely. I pray I, know you pray. I pray for I pray. Your pray, for, I, pray I I, 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 pray I and it's so crazy because when I pray, like I pray for waking me up. I pray for my safety every day when I go to work. Mm-hmm. I pray to come back home the same way I left. That's in one you. piece. Yeah. No, that's, that's, you know, that's I, I pray great. for those people around me. Yeah. From family, from parents, from siblings, from my my sisters outside of blood. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pray for everybody. Mm-hmm. I pray for those who are less fortunate and who I don't even know about. I pray to be able to give, whether it's monetary or just being able to give somebody some sort of Time or energy. <clears throat> right. You know, giving them something that they probably didn't think, giving them something that has been given to me. A conversation, even from our last podcast, stuff that we spoke about that resonated with me that I can now pass sure. on to somebody
3: else. You know, so one so thing I will say for you, God is love. You will get closer to God, the close, the more you love yourself. The more you love Ingrid, the more you accept Ingrid the more you undeniably set barriers for the love of yourself. When you don't say it, you do it. When you love anger in all of the ways that that means, whether it's creating boundaries, whether it's taking better care of your health, whether it's just being more intentional, you will find a closer path to God. You love yourself more. You are honoring the temple that God
0: gave you. You will find a clearer path to God. But I think that it also works reverse. I think it worked both ways. I also feel like the more that you love God. The more, the more he will let love me you. love me. Because once you love him, you'll be able to see yourself through his, his eyes, eyes. Mm. you know? I don't know if you guys noticed. A lot of times I'll feel some type of way. Like if I'm in a group and someone's insulting the way someone else looks. Oh, you don't like be that. having that. That upsets me, mm-hmm. right?
3: Because you don't know that person's struggle. You don't know.
0: Well, there's that, right? But we're not in control of the way that we were born and the way that we look. And if anybody were to ever insult the way I look, for instance, I would feel like, well, take it up with God Mm -hmm. because God made me that way. I choose to see myself through God's eyes. I look, I am what God wanted me to be. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when you understand that, you start to have, it, it can be the beginning, the seed of loving yourself. You are what God intended for you to be. Not to say that, you know, any of us are perfect or any of us are without flaw, but you start there and then you can start on your journey to becoming the best you that you can be. You start the journey on becoming self, um, self, uh, self-aware. No, self-aware um, especially- no, um, hold on a minute. Assured. Mm -mm. There's an actual term, um, self actualized. Mm. You become, you're, you're on the road to becoming self actualized, which means that you become your own personal, ultimate self. And that's the beginning of being all right with yourself, loving yourself, like you put earlier. You know what I mean? But first, you have to see yourself through God's eyes and understand that you were born a beautiful person. And self actualization is whole, right? It's seeing your whole self
3: and acceptance of your whole and self, and
0: in every itself. facet of your life. You, you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So I do believe that the more that you love God, the more faith you have in Him, and the more understanding that you have that you are everything that you're supposed to be. You just the only thing He wants from you is to grow and evolve and become the and best you that you can. Become. I will
3: say this, and this is for both of you. You're still younger, right? It's, it, there's th- <laughs> the... She looked at me like, i old. There's things that 35, I didn't, 35 is still young. It's still young. It's still young. There's things that I didn't realize about myself, and about my journey, things I hadn't come into, pains <coughs> I hadn't felt, um elevations I hadn't experienced within that small amount of years between our ages. And I know there's years between me and the next level to come where I'll grow that much even more. Give yourself grace. You know what I mean? You're not, we're not perfect. And the fact that you want to grow and you want to build your relationship with God and you want to be a better person, not something important. It's like, at what point did you choose or become a better person? You know, the fact that you have that desire and that will, that's having it right there. Like, give yourself grace. You, there's so much growth that happens between where you are now, just to where we are in age. That few little bitty of years, um, not to be funny, but I didn't even have like a butt until I was 36. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> so, so, I know that I'm was, a pivot, to where was a pivot. This is going. I know that was a pivot. I know that was
1: a pivot. I was thinking about that like last. I was like kind
3: of I know that was a pivot, but I know it was weird. Like things changed things
4: that you know. That's I'll
3: your example of
5: big shape? I was like, where's this going? I'm trying to follow. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I am trying to make a relationship. of <laughs> comments
3: like, i like, <laughs> for this Listen, thing. listen. At do 20, I not pray for that or 20, do I pray 20. for <laughs> <So> it? <know. laughs> I was like 37 out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. 30, 30. So <laughs> I know that was, that was me being funny, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something I ever could imagine would have happened. I'm, you know? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass I am dead. it, I'm ass, I, somebody, so wait, that's manifestation girl, the one I'm about to put in I'm the not, universe, it's not manifestation, but, it, what, mm-hmm. but what it is, is there's things that you can't see, that will come <laughs> like your ass, like, your, ass. like your fat ass is on its way, <laughs> <laughs> there are things that you can't like see it. about yourself, but, <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> but, give yourself grace because, because, of, and I, I'm, I was being
2: funny. She but, said, I digress. But growth,
3: but, but growth, growth comes in all of its forms. <laughs> <laughs> <I did> <laughs> um, but there's no, there's no limitations to what mm-hmm. you can accomplish in getting closer to spirit, getting closer to source. Loving yourself more. There's, But those boundaries, this is the one thing I, this is, if I give you guys any advice ever, say no to say yes. The more I kept telling the universe no, better kept coming. Not good enough, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. And every time I said no, something better <laughs> showed up. If it doesn't feel right, feel like you're settling, if it feels like it's not good enough for you, say that, tell the universe, give it back.
0: I promise you, with patience, better comes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, I have one more question for you guys. And I'm going to let you guys ask me a question. Mm-hmm. And then we will call it a night and drink some Bailey's, <laughs> and some Casamigos, there we go. And some chocolate melts. <laughs> <Males>. so, <laughs> some boogly. Boogly. are like Some a cat. are It's a rose. Okay. Um, so, tell the book is real life, real love. And I asked Rashawn this question the last podcast, which you guys haven't seen. No. Because we just recorded it right before you guys came here, right? So it's not physically out in real time yet, right? But I asked him this question, and he had a very difficult time answering. answering. How do you define love? And mm. we're starting off with you. Why me? was <laughs> there. You were trying, trying to think. Starting off.
5: What? What was the question?
0: <laughs> wait, wait. What do I? Wait, why do, why do I define I love?
2: what? <laughs> oh God.
0: Hmm. Think about your answers. How do you define love? So, because we're so quick to be like, can we have example? Love him. He loves me. Well, clearly, I, I
4: don't
5: know.
0: I'm in love yeah. with this person. I love the. How do you actually? define love what does it mean to you what do you expect of someone by way of feelings not by way of action what do you expect from someone by way of feelings that you want for them to be able to say i love you
3: that's mm. a quick question yes.
0: are we talking
3: in love or are we just talking love and that love could be if you color. have a, if you
0: have a differentiation between the two then you can express that uh, in your and explain right yeah. <laughs> lord i'm more so from my curiosity i'm more so talking about in love in a love relationship <clears throat> i'm not necessarily talking about um from parent to child or a familial platonic type love, of love yeah. or a platonic type of love i'm more so, so but in your own definition, there may not be a difference between the two. So I have okay. to allow you to answer it in whichever way you choose to answer it. Hmm. Well. What's the question again? I, <laughs> I need to that.
5: Um, I remember and telling. On, the- and
0: I want you guys to ask yourself. Yeah, that's a deep
5: question. question.
0: Uh, how, and, you know, it's a deep question, but it's the most obvious it is. Of all questions. Because we use Wait, the word no, so freely. We that word around freezy. every day, all day. I don't
2: but
3: like, do people want think... to hear what they have to think? Like, put your answers in the chat. Comment below. Yeah. <laughs> below. <laughs> right. No, I got this you. I thought I was laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, don't, don't, <laughs> don't come for me,
2: okay?
5: That's a great question. Um, comment
2: below.
5: Tag, I got to go first. Okay. I remember telling you that I was in love. And um, <laughs> I remember you saying, would you take a bullet for that person? Oh. And I said, "Hell no." She was like, "You know." Yeah. So for me, taking that and everything else that I believe in, obviously it's a feeling. Oh God, um, it's a feeling that matches an action to me. Um, I'm gonna be like boss to take the, uh, the the short the shortcut, but I feel like it's something that you can't describe.
0: Stop it! Unless, stop. That. <laughs>
3: Yeah, how
0: you, are you about I'm to see feel my answer
3: you, you are nah, saying it too much. No. Is, you may have just
0: put a pause on you and come back, go. Go. I I go. Come back.
3: yeah go ahead I no she's just gonna bite off your answer go no i not I promise I won't I won't copy go ahead come back spin the block are you good alright come on spin the
1: block see I started with you
2: intentionally I know right okay
1: Choka I think being in love, or loving somebody. To me, it's two different things. Love, you can love anybody. That wasn't the question. No, I know. Oh. She did say differentiate. I'm getting there. No. <laughs> okay, being in love, right? It's so hostile. I
3: know. No, I, don't, don't mess up my shit, Nathalie. <laughs> okay. She's, She's, She's working over there. No, she was working just stand like, no, no. <laughs> don't no. fuck up my shit. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was
1: going to say. Bad. Okay, being in love, I think it's, it's a want, it's a need, it's a choice, it's lust, passion, it's consumption, right? Like that person just consumes your entire day, your mind, your soul. Um, I think it's somebody that it's always running your, in the background, whether it's your thought, your heart, whatever, and then peeps through throughout the day. Mm. Is that need that you want to you want to check in on them. You want to make sure everything's okay. You want to make things better for them. You want to be that person for them. You want to be everything. They're
0: like your common denominator.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. right. Um, you don't see a future without the minute. You would take a bullet for them. Mm-hmm. Their happiness and their their being is just as important as yours, <clears throat> if not slightly important more important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just the thought of them makes you smile. <laughs> the neighbor's like, damn, she's getting an A.
0: She's gonna get a D. On. A D plus by comparison. <laughs> I
5: think I was gonna say that.
1: I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> um, but the last thing I was saying, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's in your soul. Like you love them with your soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And them being in pain or them being anything less hurts your soul. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. I love
1: that. Okay. I do. Your turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I agree. Yeah. What was the, <laughs> <laughs> Not what was the question? Just, um, just ask it one more time. So I will. You know. I, I just want to say something about what okay. she said. Um, where you said that um, basically that it's like all consuming, you know? For me, like when I'm asked that question, um, part of my answer, which is a lengthy answer, right? Go figure. Um, <laughs> I'm like,
4: a, I'm I'm like a, are you answering
0: Right. Empty. Um, but part of it that kind of, I connected with, with when you said what you said, um, is that for me, when you're in love with someone, it just constantly hovers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. All constantly running in the background.
0: It, it constantly mm-hmm. hovers, you know, for me, um, there is no decision. There is no moving throughout this world without that person yep. being self. a part of it, if not physically, <clears> even <throat> in spirit, mm-hmm. because he occupies my mind. Right. <laughs> no. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> well, we know that when you're in. <laughs> I
2: was there.
0: All right. Ask the question again. <laughs> what, what is? I'll, I'll I'll make it more simple for you. Ew. Oh, I didn't mean really like that. <laughs> The basic bitch. Basic <laughs> bitch. How do you define love or being in love?
2: So for me,
0: don't take that toenail. All of a sudden, she got a sophisticated. So for all me, got
4: different.
2: Nah, you go. Oh, me I'll go. Wait, 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 wait.
0: So, (laughs) think about it. No, think about it, right? We're joking and everything, right? But how can you expect, think about this, how can you expect to receive love from the person that you feel as though you're in love with without even knowing what your expectation is? Um, Speak to (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You can't even identify. Uh, your heart oh,
2: going on? Yo, up. you see this? My heart is racing. Her watch is like. No, this this
0: be sleep and <laughs> her her like, can, this time. I'm like, how can how long can you expect something when you actually have no expectation, solid expectation? And and furthermore, how depth. can you realize that you're not getting it? You, you don't know what it is.
5: Before you answer, can I just say? Go ahead.
0: Please, no, please. <laughs> hurry before you
5: I... said that's key because sometimes, not even not knowing, sometimes I expect the other to give me that, to give me that feeling, so then I can define it. I guess right. under their terms, right. and that just made me realize that by you saying that, that yeah, right. my definition is dependent on. How that how you person makes me, me feel, and then I can go and say, "Oh, I love this person," right? Because they give me that feeling that I feel like I'm missing, and that goes back to our last podcast with the, with us when you say, "I'm at peace with who with me," mm-hmm. so, <clears throat> and I'm whole.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I think that, yeah, I don't think I'm there yet. So I think that it's hard for me to you answer that.
0: How powerless that is. Yeah.
5: Now, yeah, mm-hmm. saying it out loud, that's mm-hmm. deep. That's actually, because that's a lot of that's giving someone else soul power.
0: Mm -hmm. Soul power.
3: Mm. Forget what you're giving. It's what you're taking away, which is nothing for yourself.
0: And it's your world. It's
4: it's
0: your world. We're trained to be powerless. Yeah. Yeah.
5: But it's crazy Mm -hmm. how I can feel powerful in so many other
0: aspects of my life. But maybe that's the reason why. Maybe that's why you exert so much power. Because you're compensate it's like the scale mm-hmm. you know and you're not getting here and it's tipping that way. I can answer why you No no
2: no 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 let me um get this out because girl so as independent right that I feel that I am you know aside from the work that I gotta put in for myself as we spoke about I've never felt that I needed a man. Is it nice to have a man that loves you? That wants to protect you? That that makes you feel like the princess or the queen? For me, love has been I'm here because I want you, not because I need you. It is <clears throat> having somebody that I can put before myself aside from my child because this is I'm still a new mom well I guess I'm still considered a new mom but um having somebody that when I wake up, I want to know that you know he's having a good morning so far, somebody that um I feel connected with somebody that I feel brings the best version of me to the table you know um it's having somebody there that I don't I don't want to take a bullet for him but I don't want him to take a bullet for me <clears throat> no like I I don't want neither one of us to suffer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. I can't. Like, but but <laughs> I would want to put myself <laughs> oh, the in like all. But, like I okay. <laughs> Like if we were gonna get hit by a car, hit me, don't hit him. You that's know? the same. You don't feel that way.
5: Okay. You, are you, are, you,
2: you lying now. You say, you it sound you, good. You pushed if it meant that you would get away. If <laughs> <laughs> it gave you the extra oomph to get out. Of no, I'm gonna push okay. the both of us out the way. I don't want either one of us to be hurt in this process. It ain't like, right to die, but why we gotta you die? Might jump,
3: <laughs> you might jump in
2: front of the bus but Cameron. You jumping in front of the oh. bus for I'm not talking about Jay. I'm talking about she. The question was. Was it about my current? No, I'm. it's... Okay. Well, You're just well, talking about I'm talking about in general. Jason just happens to be... Because... I, <laughs> you see? Now you gotta fuck me up. <laughs> 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 Wait, I, this is my fucking... This is the mind bleeping I was talking about. This is it. I didn't say this, exactly. this, this is it. This is it. I was listening. <laughs> I
1: say what I, but what I said, that you need it, right? I didn't mean like physically <laughs> or like they, you need somebody to do stuff for you, Right pretty totally independent, but the need of it is, is the feeling that you get from that person, the energy, the connection. Like you crave that person. You you need the attention, the reassurance. You just need that feeling.
5: But is that always defined as love?
1: You see, but I think it, everyone has their
0: own but, but so oh, so. of love. I don't think that there's a no. So, you so, so if
2: so if I talk about my current situation mm-hmm. and let's talk about when I was like deeply in love before like the drama and the bullshit or whatever. It was that nurturing feeling I got from him. It was the him wanting to know if I was okay, if I ate today, feeling safe, mm-hmm. feeling protected. Mm-hmm. That feeling of my man will fuck you up. Don't play with me. Right. It, it it's yeah, it's, it's uh-huh. that. It's knowing that I have somebody that loves me more than I love myself. Yeah. It it's that it's that having person. somebody that that wants to make sure that that I'm good and and vice versa, I, the same thing goes for me. I want to make sure that he's always going to be good, that together we're great. Um, it, it's, it's the connection. It's, <coughs> it's, it's, it's the intimacy. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to confuse love with sex, but I think I've had this conversation. It's probably only with Thea where, and this might be, it, it's not raunchy. It's it's. I think what a lot of women go through, <laughs> even in sex. I've had sex with numerous men, right?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's worldly.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not
3: She's but I'm from the world, from the the world no. but yeah. <laughs> but
2: okay. So so if we talk about in sex, right? We talk about like having orgasms. I never knew what an orgasm was through penetration until my current situation my current relationship because it's not a situation. Right. I don't want to diminish what I have. I don't... He deserves that much, right? Mm-hmm. I've had sex <laughs> with men and I was too busy putting on a show, wanting to feel sexy, trying to put on the best, but nothing... But never getting anything out of it. Yeah, never getting... That's actually in the, in the book. book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Never being pleased. And we've had this conversation. I put on a show all day and then it's
0: like... Real talk, so speaking to what you're talking about, so she told me about this, right? Mm-hmm. And years I,
2: ago, is that you know, I'm not lying, All right?
0: Years <laughs> ago, yeah. And I was like, you've never had an orgasm through penetration. And she was like, nope. I was like, you're going to have an orgasm tonight. She was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, this is what you have to do, you know? And this is what we have
2: to focus on. Because it's mental.
5: It's now, you know, all these mental. comments are going to be like, yeah, spill the tea. Right.
2: <laughs> no, but listen, listen. I'm still waiting for
3: her to tell me the games to play from no, the last time. No, no. <laughs> Go
2: ahead, finish. Oh, Oh, so, so, yeah, so we had this conversation, and she was right. While in it, I was thinking about her. It's so weird. But not making a weird. Oh, I thought you know. not to no, naked but, or anything. No, no, but, no, but I told you this yeah, too. Like, I know, I know. I thought about her and I had to put, okay, so Kia said it's mental. And I had to like, I had to put down be the theatrics. Right,
1: just the yes. Moment. Forget
2: be the, the show. Forget the wanting to look a certain way. My silhouette. Forget all of that.
0: <laughs> you know she means her silhouette too. You know. And, Perfect selfie. And, and, and
2: be in the moment. Be just connected. Right. And feel the energy. Sure. as true. I had my first orgasm, and I called it like, "Oh my
1: god!" She was like, "Bitch!" <laughs> I'm
2: probably still with him because because of that, like. And then it was like every single day, like it wasn't just a one. Cause I'm like, oh, maybe it's just a one. It's been every single day, like I never had to fake it. It was You're it was consistent. Right? It was a connection. It was it was love. It was You're the passion. The
3: whole podcast now. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> it was it was a passion it was the connection that for me was love Th- this is a man this I love him I can I can connect with him on a level that I've never connected with anyone else
0: I think people that are hearing you say that might ask themselves or wish that someone here asked um do you think right that that at that point may have been being what is popularly, popularly known as... Yeah, Digmatized.
2: Digmatized.
5: Uh-huh. I was about to say it.
2: Like, um, once you, love you him? or when you struggle. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't about... He was never laughing. Yeah. Right. It a was, lot of times when a woman can't have an orgasm, it's because of her. She, she can't get out right, of her head. Right. She can't get out of her head. Wait. Life. So, yeah, it was
2: never... It was it never, never him.
0: Stigma
2: is a bunch of stuff. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it was never him. It, it, was, it was literally... Yeah. It was it was our connection from the day that we met. I was and how he described it the 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 first within the first 30 minutes, I was his girlfriend in his head. It was that was powerful to me. I have never had nobody say no shit like that to me. He he was making dates with me before I could make a date with anybody else. Because that was my year to
3: be outside. We, told you we was
2: outside. Yes. <clears throat> you know, it was right. And I fell in love with this man that made me feel wanted and made me feel loved and made me feel like you're not going to get the opportunity to meet nobody else. You are going to be mine. You You are worthy of somebody to love you, to make you feel good. Not just emotions, but like sexually. Give me a different perspective. Like I wanted to have his baby within the first year or so never wanted kids. kids and I told her I was like I wanna I wanna have I want a piece of him and a piece of me to make one did I not say yeah. that to you
4: mm-hmm. you did well.
2: that's how I knew I was in love I wanted a piece of the both of us running around I wanted a family I wanted things and and a family that I never thought I would want I thought that it was me. Having a career, being successful, and traveling the world. No response. I didn't even want a dog. Right. <clears throat> that, for me, was my life. I was content with that. That that defined Ingrid. That was my. That was me as an individual. I met him, and everything from there changed for me. Mm-hmm. So that, for me, was a definition. That is what love is. Being, being. That, yeah. When you see something
1: in you that you don't see yourself, and makes you strive to be that person through their eyes
2: right? however the, the last podcast she fucked me up because she said there can't be no connection if there is no respect mm-hmm. because that last podcast that we have I don't have to watch it to repay it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh because there's certain things that connected oh, with
2: you I was attacked <laughs> I felt the tide but, but not yeah. right the because that came after the connection right you know it all came after but it was like how do you still love somebody that can disrespect you how can you still have that connection if you feel unwanted you can't be loved and wanted but then somebody there's other people intertwined in that relationship
1: so I think so that's why it goes back to being in love and loving somebody right like you can fall. In and out of love with the same person over your lifetime for that person, right? Because you start off being in love, it turns into love where I don't want no harm for you, I want the best for you, you are my person, um, all the good things. And then you have like the lust, the want, the need, the fun, the intimacy, the connection, the energy that kind of comes in and out in different blips, right? So you can fall in love with, and I think that's what this with some of my friends or even on social media. You can fall in and out of love with the same person over and over again, but still have that same baseline. And it's about finding and reconnecting over and over again. So with you guys in that situation, I'm sure he still loved you, but there was a glitch in that connection at that moment where he felt out of love and thought he could do better somewhere else, right? I don't, think, like, I don't I don't do think he I, I don't
2: think he could ever do better and no and you no know, no shade, right. and, and, no shade. and no shade and no shade and 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 this is not something that I'm saying just because of a camera I right. I feel like that I could tell him and so does he. you know and, and I'm not trying to make myself and I think he feels like that also I think it was it had more to do with him mm. than it oh, ever had to yeah. do with me but it but it took me a while to understand right. that it
0: usually does if not always does
2: it, it's you know, a, mm-hmm.
0: a person can be lacking something that you may want, but you make a decision as an individual with or without integrity regarding how you're going to handle the fact that there is something that you may want to fulfill that isn't being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So we don't ever make anyone cheat or and disrespect And one, one of my
1: male friends recently said that, they're like, <clears throat> guys will cheat because they want to cheat. Because they that, that's it. That was the sentence. <laughs> they want to <laughs> cheat. I think they and cheat because they nothing, can. It's nothing, about, yeah. it's nothing about their partner, nothing about who they're with. It's because they want to do it. They make that choice. They make that decision. Exa- well, the way that I look at it,
0: um, and we talk about it, right, in the book. But, hmm, how do you put it? You can have, now... We can look at some of the world's most iconic and beautiful women. Hmm? And most of them, oh, if not about all this. of them, have been famously mm-hmm. cheated on. We're talking Halle Berry jennifer lopez yes quick to be <laughs> Beyonce. She
2: has. i mean are- those no, are yeah, right? yeah. Our, yeah. our like three like, top beauty like, icons SPR, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not just
0: beautiful outside inside. beautiful yeah. inside right like holy beautiful women and i'm just using that as an example right. that and i don't even like to say that Right. Okay. But Gina I think that that, love. I think that that might resonate mm-hmm. with some yeah. women that might be watching, especially younger women. When you're cheated on, it's not because you weren't anything enough. But. It's because a person doesn't have the maturity or the wherewithal to deal with wants, desires, options, etc. So when I think about it, um, I kind of look at it this way. You can have, what's my favorite cake, Benz? Sapienza. My Sapienza. Strawberry. strawberry. Fresh, strawberries. Fresh, strawberries. I Fresh strawberry, cake, like, Fresh love, whip cream. That. whipped cream. Whipped cream. She'll buy that for you.
2: Because you want to eat it for your birthday. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> Fresh cut strawberries. Fresh made that morning. Give me an eight inch round with a spoon. I will eat the entire and she needs it. And I do. Should they? I-
2: Happy birthday. know <laughs> <laughs> they cut a sliver and you take that's, the rest of it. Like, all right, yeah. <laughs> cake,
0: right? I look at it as a person can have their favorite cake. This cake is second to none. But on a Wednesday, if someone offers them a cupcake, I that mean, might be red velvet.
1: I wouldn't like, it. Mm.
0: I have my cake, but. I can have a red velvet too. And have my cake pop. I Taking other forms of cake doesn't mean that I have to give up my cake mm-hmm. if I don't get caught. It's time and opportunity without can, losing your cake. Exactly. So I really, I, I think that a lot of men cheat with that type of mentality in mind. Yeah. And women have to stop thinking that it is because of them or because they weren't worthy enough, good enough, pretty enough, had a nice enough body, right. or smart enough, funny enough, charismatic enough, or anything. But you know, that,
2: but you know that there's men out there that would make them feel as if they were enough, just just to cover up their own indiscretion and their own insecurity. It'll be it'll be the man to be like, well, you ain't fucking me enough, so right, and and and. and Throw digs the at the seed female. The right. Little is planting the little seeds. But that's so also mind alibi.
0: bleeping. It is, it- and it's in another section that's not even in the mind bleeping right. part of the book, where you know we're breaking down what a man has to do to regain mm-hmm. that trust, that love, and um, the want for companionship from the woman that he offended, and that's one of the things. Like you have to acknowledge the hurt that you've caused and the fact that you have inadvertently made this woman feel less, less than, than just by your action. You didn't have to say a word to her. Your action alone, alone may have made her feel less than.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you got women out there having surgeries to change how they look because they feel as though maybe their body Isn't it as good wasn't as good, good a, enough.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, changing how they do their hair their makeup, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, that, when you talk because about, a lot of people think that yeah. it's based on looks. No. Well, they
3: don't know any other way. You know, right. you don't, you don't know how to get to that mindset. when you see the attention being given, especially now in a very social world. It's hard to differentiate where to draw the line of what garners that love.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: For me. To find love, it was threefold. So as a younger person coming up and even until very recently, to be in love with stimulation. I always, and it's that was ego driven, right? So it was like in my mind, in order for me to be in love with you, you would stimulate me. And it was so hard to stimulate my mind because I felt like I was always running quicker than everybody else. My mind was always seven steps ahead. Mm-hmm. So you caught my attention in a way. You threw me, I always like to say, you threw me for a loop. You stimulated me in a way. I'm like, huh. Oh, you okay. got
1: something there.
3: Now I'm in love. Because you, with that same sexual you've mind-fucked me. You mind bleeped me. me. In a good way. In a good way. You've stimulated me in a way. So now my interest is peaked. I'm in love. When it comes to love, actual love, whether it's platonic or romantic, it's about safety is what is where I'm at, where I feel like I'm at, where it feels so for me, I would risk or give up my safety for those I love. <coughs> I would throw myself willingly in front of a bus for my sister, my niece, my nephews, my friends, some of them in a heartbeat. Some of them no, Yeah, know who you are and, <laughs> in a heartbeat because I love them and I see their value so much and then the return of that safety is being with a man, it's like I'm, I'm home, I'm comfortable, <coughs> I feel safe and that safety being so independent and so in control and so in charge is like, I'm safe to just let it let go. go, and what I felt from that safety, to me safety means safety okay, I can say I'm safe with you, You're not going to hurt me Be myself. I cannot. I can trust you with my mind, my body, my money, Mm -hmm. safety. But what I realized, and this is now the future goal, is that the search for safety and love is really freedom. I'm. it, It sounds like a juxtaposition. It sounds like well, that doesn't make any sense. You want to be in commitment, but through that commitment, you find freedom. The freedom to be able to have an orgasm because you're not so far in your head worrying about things and people and situations that aren't even in the room. Mm-hmm. The freedom to be myself with my imperfections, the freedom to speak my mind and say who I am and what I am and what I want and and what I need judged. and not minimizing the things that hurt me or having the difficult questions, the freedom, I am free to love my job and to want to travel and still love you and you love me in return. I'm free to say, I like my body. It's not perfect. I could probably get surgery, afford it, and I'm going to stay this way. Can you take me that way? The freedom to show up and be your true authentic self and have the safety in return. So for me, the definition of love is safety through freedom.
0: Or freedom through safety.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the willingness to give up either. Right. I will... I will compromise my own freedom. I'll stay home for you. I'll compromise my own safety. I will take that bullet for you.
5: Mm -hmm. Wow. That was all of the above.
4: (laughs) 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 Don't know,
3: it's your go. Oh.
4: She's, like, like, she's looking at the audience
3: commercial she break? Is,
4: she's
2: commerce, looking at the audience listen comment below so she can look at your answers oh hey. here you go <laughs> the YouTube version yeah
0: I'm trying to decide I, if we're going to turn this into two podcasts or just make it one I long ass podcast 400 hours <laughs> <laughs> you know, one long
3: one see this
1: is part of the we
3: Casey trap somebody who's
0: but this is
1: part of the Casey trap you're right in the five hour mark now but this is
2: how we all it's the five-hour conversation I in know. the back of the car. I Seriously. Know.
0: In the hotel room in Atlanta. I feel like everybody in, in this room, and hopefully people that are watching, will walk away from this whole oh, ass conversation with things that could be Gyms. potentially yeah. Absolutely. life-changing. And they were glad it was so long. No yeah. one looks like... Oh, no. I mean, I, I, I think so.
2: I stopped yeah. reading comments. I can't do it. It's actually actually great comment no, song. Yeah.
0: My experience I'm
2: not sure. wasn't the same. Honey,
0: so I'm I'm
4: of-
5: <laughs> What's your dance dance? Right. You? Can we come back to it? You're, no. the, last I mean, like, You're no. the last one. I mean, like at another date. No. Is it, is it, hold on. Hold on. No. Let, let's let's, let's let's
0: let's dig
2: a little yeah. bit, boss. Right. <laughs> I truly boss. understand
5: what you go through. <laughs> <laughs> I truly understand it now.
2: It's a feeling I can't describe. I can't describe. Okay, listen. It's a feeling. Okay,
5: is it fear to say? I define love oh god it's been so, so I define love through fairy tales. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
5: I think I've always wanted to live up to the Disney stories. The Cinderella The Cinderella's Beauty yes. and the Beast
2: Aladdin and the Beast.
5: All of those things that I have watched to me growing up I was like wow the prince charming he is going to be like that. Flying on cakes and, you know, red carpets and save me from anything that I might be going through that I don't speak about because I don't really talk about anything that's probably going through my my mind, but, or how I feel. And I think that obviously I cover that up, but to me, I define it as someone coming to save me Mm. and it's kind of, to say it out loud sounds crazy.
3: No, no, it doesn't at all. Crazy. It, sounds,
2: it, it sounds, sounds relatable,
0: perfect and real.
2: It sounds relatable. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, honestly, who right.
0: doesn't want to be saved from the pitfalls of the world? Who doesn't world? want the fairy tale? Yeah.
2: Who, does, who doesn't? Who yeah. doesn't want? The, I want to be in a magic carpet. There's a <laughs> reason that that those stories
1: exist, right? Yeah. 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 The fairy tales in the rom coms, the fairy tales in the Disney movies, like all those exist for a reason, and that's what we've all been brought up as, and we mm-hmm. just kind of redefined it along the way by mm-hmm. learning. Experiences. and like she said you haven't gone through all of all those experiences that you've made through in the next couple of years so your version of a fairy tale may completely change so you're gonna it hasn't
5: though that's different. the crazy part like I still believe in the fairy tale the fairy tale so no, when I'm with your,
1: they
0: when exist
5: when I'm with your kids 100%. and I'm singing those songs okay. and you've all watched I really mean those words like to me that is like that's love through music like I feel it. Mm-hmm. the lyrics how those like they sing to each other and how they feel like it's truly a feeling and I'm like dang I want to feel like that it's how they day. look
2: at each other yeah in in, in those fa- in, oh, in the in fairy, fairy, tale. fairy tales fairy tales movies they you know
0: movies yeah, yeah.
2: It, it's like there's nobody but, else around it it,
0: you know those, it just those, it
2: describes
0: it does actually describes um, describe mm-hmm. the, the yeah. feeling the that feeling. they're yeah. feeling yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. you can see it yeah so, I mean, that's
0: kind but of... I, I don't think that that's weird or strange no. because I do feel as though relations like, relationships like that do exist. Yeah. Where, like, I do still, like, get excited when my phone rings and it says I phone.
5: Yeah, like, you and Boss, to me, are a fairy tale. So it resonates watching you guys and seeing the, the movies and the Disney channels and all that that I watch. Yeah soon as he gets off the breakfast club, he calls you He's a- all the way home. soon as he gets to the house, goes upstairs, see you, talks to you about his day that you've already heard about. Mm-hmm. Then you guys go on about the day with the kids, but then it always circles back to, what are we doing tonight? Are we watching this movie? Are we, it's like obsession, but in a healthy way. And I now think- Now it's
0: in a healthy way. Yeah. Uh-huh.
5: And it's like, wow, that's power. It's magic. You can't describe magic. It's a feeling. And I think that's where it's described in fairy tales. And honestly, from what I see from you guys, you know, I think it's just, it's indescribable. And you'd be like, yo, if you can't give me that.
3: I don't you- want it. But you when when I asked her. I was like, what do you tell people who didn't meet their soulmate at 15? And she
5: said 15 something
4: 15
3: real. Don't, and that, deserving,
5: And that hurt a little bit. Yeah. And, and and not, obviously, from how you said it, it's just like, dang, if I am this good person, if I work this hard, if I do good,
0: why can't I have that? Why? Because it's not in your timing. And that, oh. for me, that's the real answer. Like, let's think about it. You wanted a job that allowed you to have certain freedoms, right? Business freedoms, financial freedoms. To
2: buy this house.
0: To do a myriad of things, Mm -hmm. right? You got that job. What did you want? You wanted your own house for a long time. Within a year of you wanting that, you got that house. Most people can't do you see what I'm saying? How did those things come about? When you think about it, like real talk, right? You were coaching Logan. You were coaching Madison. A few times we were like, hey, Vance, come out. The DJing at so-and-so, whatever, come out. You came out. Then we became cool. Then we became cooler. And I'm like, wow, this girl is a good person. Right? This girl is a genuine, honest, thorough, and beautiful person. And I said to Sean, I'm like, listen, she has a job that she's not 100% complete in.
2: you at the law firm, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think you should think about her being your assistant. You know? Uh, and at first, like, he was like, nah. <laughs> no, because
3: <laughs> I mean, we already had a pleasure.
0: relationship. Right. And he's like, once you mix business, business with like, friendship. friendship, it just goes downhill. It's not a good idea. Expectations get blurred. It's just, I don't like those blurred lines. I don't think it's a good idea. And I'm like, I know you don't think it's a good idea, but yeah, that's what you need to do. <laughs> that's what you need to do. And, you know, we talked about it and it all spurred from you being this beautiful person. And then as a result of that and that relationship and then the business opportunity and then the freedoms that you have, you know, to not just be his assistant, like you're partners with him on certain things. And you're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all because of the good that is you and what you deserve. God said here, yeah And that's exactly what I feel like is gonna happen in a relationship.
4: Right.
0: You wanted that house, you wanted that job, you wanted to travel, you wanted to you got all of that. This is just another part of your life that God is just waiting to fulfill. Would you be this upset if you knew that next year
3: the love of your life was coming along? Look at look at look at the difference. No. I mean because in your head, you're not worried about the reality of it. You're worried about the segment of timing, of perception. You're a fear. You're, you're, you're in fear of it not happening. But what if you said to yourself, look at the perfect timing of God and you're not going to resent your husband. You're not going to resent your children because you have to start a business, you have to travel the world, you got to grow your career, you got to watch your son do things he's doing. you got to manifest all of these amazing things for and by yourself and then the most perfect love came along. If you knew that, if you had the foresight of that, then you would be like, yeah, this is exactly what I would have planned. If somebody would tell me next year, or someone told me I had 10 years to have another kid, to have a kid, a kid, I a kid. <laughs> 10 years to have a kid, have, and, I, and I have another 10 years to be on my bullshit, yeah, sign me up. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's, it's the fear of nothing that has anything to do with you and your beautiful spirit. And you have to cut ties with that fear because there's no time limit on happiness and joy and love. There's no time limit on that. So you're afraid that you're running out of time, time. for it. And if you just focus on here and now, and I see it in your face, you love what you do. You love being a begs the boss. You <laughs> Big love body bends. You love making <laughs> the money. You love being that beautiful woman that sucks the air out of the room. You love it. Enjoy it. Don't don't wish away your good todays because you're afraid of what might not come tomorrow. Because remember I was saying when you had that, I was like, that's not the goal. Right. It's also not the goal. You're a prize. Somebody's lucky to have you. But change your mindset right now. Because that fear chases chases everything away. Especially. Well,
0: what it does is that that fear it causes it you to make bad decisions. Right out of the desire to have something for the life that you, know, you want. Yeah. It puts you in a position desperation. of desperation and settling. Settling.
1: Mm-hmm. All based on fear. And I told you about your manifestations. You know that I think that your manifestations are real than a lot. I'm about you know to get one, one of her sages that she needs <laughs> Listen, on. Because even with everything that happens, you manifested that bad boy and you have to go through it to get to where you are now and to learn from it. Right? Like you can't just if you would have had your right at of bat, you may not, that might not have been the right one. But you would have been so engulfed in it that you were just settling for it. Imagine your
3: appreciation level, too.
1: Right. When it when it shows up after all
3: this, imagine you being, you're going to care for it in you'll, the right way. And you'll know. You're not going
1: to take it for granted. Right? You're not
3: going to be flippant like, next one. And it will like, be
1: like, oh, so this is how it's supposed to be. I thought that was supposed to be. It.
0: But this is how it's supposed
1: to be. I'm not supposed to feel half the shit that I felt with that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I definitely think when you just like every talks about energies and you know all that stuff, um, it's definitely timing and yeah, it's it's, it's gonna time. happen. And
0: one one of the pitfalls of the way that your mind has approached it mm-hmm. is the fact that you can't define love for yourself. Right. So that that. Knowing that now should be evidence to you that you have to change your perception and how you, the importance that it maintains in your life. You hit the nail on the head, and this is something that's gonna
3: help you, it's intention, right? You said you wanted a house within a year. bam, house. You wanted a career change, bam, career change. So set the intention and believe that it's possible, material things, are easiest to manifest. Relationships, that's a little harder. But you are powerful. You've seen it. You're powerful. Take away the fear of it all. Put the love into it. Thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to do all these things before you brought me my love. Thank you. I'm so grateful that I was able to chart these courses and become the woman I am. Oh, whole oh. And in love with me so that I could be the best of and mother. Just look at it, skew it positive. There's two emotions there's love and there's fear. Anxiety, depression, desperation, it all comes from fear. Joy, peace, having it's all from love. Let go of the fear of it all because there's you for the rest of your life. And you are gorgeous and you are kind. And you
1: were smart. And you were important. <laughs> but you can you feel yeah. all that. I've been manifestation, but with you, I've never, that ocean exercise that I gave you, I've never done it. I haven't had have the, felt the need to do it, even though I probably should But with you, I was like, I need you to do this. The bracelet, I saw it. I was like, I need her to have this, right? I've been in the same manifestation as you do, but with you, you have that hour
5: i can't look at your face gosh dang <laughs> I'm sorry. i sorry guys was, I was, that was nice. it no. resonate
1: it's gonna happen
5: thank you
0: okay so before we end this podcast this evening i'm gonna open up the floor for you guys to ask anything that you'd like to ask of me or of each other as it pertains to the book or the content Anything that you've learned or anything? Mm. What questions
1: are you right. guys so left there with? There was one part of the book that hit. I mean, there was a lot of parts in the book that hit home, but one part was we talked about right fighting mm-hmm. instead of fighting or arguing to understand, right? And that was something that happened in my relationship, maybe. I mean, it, and that, that might be one of the things that is a continuous cycle in my relationship, mm-hmm. we fight, we do right fight mm-hmm. and you with, fight to win. Yeah.
0: Not to understand well. mm-hmm.
1: to the point where even my mom even said that because he was like, call your mom. You, you always do this. You always do that. I'm like, all right, I'll call her. Someone was like, No, I don't think you do this. But you both always argue to win. Like you both, you just yell just to win. Right. It's not to gain common ground. Right. Just to prove a point or just to win. Win, essentially. <laughs> That's all that it is. Right. So at what point or what made you guys <clears throat> understand that that was what was going on and that needed to change in order to be productive? Hmm. It all it has a little bit of ego in it too, right? It's all, all about ego, ego. Right. <laughs> right? It's all so about how ego. how did you because we, I mean, you know, he, he has ego, mm-hmm. you guys were competitive, you say all the time, you guys fight, you know, are competitive across the board. Mm-hmm. So, at one point did you say, Okay, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. we're going to define it as right fighting, and we need to not do this anymore?
0: It was one day, I remember the day that. It occurred to me. Um, We lived in our previous house. So we've been in our, the house that we're moving from for 16 years. So it might've been about 17 years ago that I realized that this is what we were doing. We got into a fight and there was just no holds barred. And Rashawn would say, and and, uh, through recollection, he can claim now that I'm a tough cookie, right? And I can take a lot, you know, I could take a shotgun, you know, and then pop up like what? That's just my personality. I can take it. So we descended into a relationship where when we had a disagreement, it was about winning and the steps that both of us would take to win were below the belt. And the, it, 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 it didn't just stop at being right. It descended lower. It, it became a situation where we tried to hurt each other. And because he thought that I was so resilient and so unaffected and so unemotional on this particular day and times before, but it, hit me that day, like, oh, this is what's happening. He went for my jugular. Like, he just wanted to see me bleed out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, finish <laughs> <laughs> it. And I was like, damn, it's all that. <laughs> you know, and it, it occurred to me, it dawned on me. It was like a ton of bricks that fell out of the sky and hit me that made me assess what was going on to be able to say, we argue and fight to win. We are not, like I said before, trying to understand one another. We are not trying to find a common ground. We are not trying to resolve, fix, move on, learn, gain, grow, evolve. None of that. None of that. It was to be like, yeah, and what? I told you, if you would have just done what I said, right. you had been. you listened, if you were paying attention, right. it was rooted in just pure condescension. And um, for him, I think it was um, difficult because, it's going to sound crazy, but I'm going to say it because this is my truth. Mm. <laughs> take it how you take it. I... <laughs> I'm more thoughtful in the things that I do. He's more sporadic. Right. Yep. Which puts me, puts me in a position where between Rashawn and I, I'm usually right. <laughs> yeah. you, you relate. Right? Yeah. I'm usually right. And that was it's very exhausting. hard. It was very hard for him to swallow that. Right. Especially when it was like time after time after time. So I felt like at one point he's just swinging at the air. You know what I mean? And if I was standing close enough, I would get hit. Yep. You know, so I realized it then, and then it took a lot of. You okay? (laughs) (laughs) What's vibrating? Okay. (laughs) It took a lot. Was it (laughs) me? It took a lot of talking um, and undoing. Yeah. Once I brought it to his attention, and he was able to say, "Hey, yeah, that is what we're doing," but it was a hard habit to break. And it took years to break because it was a habit. It was damn near part of our DNA. And that evolution did happen. And slowly but surely, we were able to break out of that. Not to say that it doesn't creep its little way back in every now and then, because it is, you know, again, part of who we are, ego-driven, et cetera, you know? Um, But- when it happens, I'll say to him, like, you're right fighting. I'm sure you've heard me say that to him. That you know, mm-hmm. or he'll say, hmm, I think you might be right fighting. And I'll have to take a beat. Like, am I? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm right, actually. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, no, not I'm not right I'm just right. <laughs> I'm just right. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. But, and we, we got over that hump. We, we, we got over that hump.
1: So Tuesdays at seven PM at your house, <laughs> we'll, we'll be there for our, uh-huh. for our weekly lessons. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions?
3: Yeah. I mean, you answered them all. In a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. One that one question that I needed to hear, we went into that depth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, that is good. I don't have any more questions because we gotta wrap. <laughs> <'Cause>.
1: <laughs> Wow. Wait, so I have something that can wrap this up really mm-hmm. good. And it is a sentence from the book. So we can go to get it, um, in one of the chapters, I think if I prepped the new deal, um, the sentence is, the longer we live in this world and consume experiences, the more will grow and evolve. And I think that, that sentence, I underlined it in my notes taking. Um, it's powerful because it, it speaks to your own self, as well as relationship, friendship, work, like anything, right? The more you absorb these experiences, the more you grow and evolve and learn from it. Like you said, learning from like in the last podcast, you can share it to somebody else. At mm-hmm. right. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really powerful. The book is just, mm-hmm. even if I didn't know you guys, it's, it's so well written. It has so many great gems for anybody any part of their life whether they're young older in relationships, single married divorced, situation situation anything and you guys keep things so vague but at the same time so specific mm-hmm. that anybody can relate to anything right so I think it's amazing you
2: see for me and before I hadn't picked up a book in like 10 years no exaggeration like in about 10 years I have not picked up a book and this was the first book that I've read in a long time and it was tough not because it's a tough read but I had to get myself back into that groove Mm -hmm. of not reading and falling asleep because it's just so soothing as I was reading it I felt myself in every chapter. There was a little bit of me yeah. in every chapter because you can pull from. I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I I know her. I've been. Pu- We've had these conversations. I felt like reading this book. Aside from like them answering like questions from emails and stuff like that, like I felt I knew the book. Like I've heard. I I enjoyed the read because I know them, and I could hear her. It was her voice. Mm -hmm. It was Rashawn's voice. It was her mother. Even though so when I met Miss Norma, she already had dementia. But it's the same voice. It's the same. I can and I can I didn't need the pictures. I can see her. Mm -hmm. You know, I see gear. Even like crisscross applesauce, the conversations, Mm and it was the the book was so it was vivid, it was real. And, and I enjoyed it not because it's who she is to me. It's because it's, right. it's legitimately a good book. And I am a person with a numerous of situations that I go through, that I've been through, that I am working on. And this, this helped. This helped on and I've had conversations with Rashawn and I've asked for his input as a man and we've had conversations. A lot of times I go for bat for him because she's tough. And I'd be like, <laughs> Leave him alone. Like I, you know, I <laughs> I go to I go to bat for him. And we've right?
1: Yeah. I so you're his defender.
2: I, I definitely defend is
1: different only because you guys are in the public eye. And you are so real with your podcast, your conversations, you guys kind of spread everything out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's no major secrets that you guys keep from your viewers and your fans. So it, we don't have to be close to you to get the same feeling right. as they will. As, right, right. Because mm-hmm. they'll see your voice, they'll hear you um, just from hearing from the podcast, right? They'll read along with you.
5: But mm-hmm. even if they didn't read, you know, listen to the podcast and no, I think that this book. Is just a highlight of life,
1: and it's serves. not robotic. I told you, like it's, it's your it's your experiences, and at towards the end, it it is almost a self help book with all the questions and exercise that you put in there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not ro- It's not robotic, right? Like it has actual authenticity. To there,
2: it. There's there's so much to gain. Yeah. From reading this book, there's so much self-reflection. From reading this book, you don't have to know you personally, and even know you don't you even personally. have to watch the podcast. Yeah, you can read this and say, "Wow, this has been me. This is me." I, you know, like there's men or women. Or just judging, or just judging people, being yeah. that person that this that talked be. that talked about mm. this right. I can forget I've been this
3: person. I can grow and evolve. Yep. Right. I can become closer with God. Yeah. I can have a breakdown and come out on mm. the other side of it. Yeah. I can feel everything slipping out of my fingers and, and get it back. Get it back. Tenfold. Yeah. I, I yeah. can find the gray areas. It doesn't. A, there was a, a lot, lot of area. steps, yeah. And we still yeah. learned about you
5: guys too. So, like, even yeah. with people knowing you, I still learned things about you and Boss that I, you know, yeah. didn't know about.
0: Really? Yeah.
5: There's a quite a few that I don't obviously want to give away, but there are some things in there that I was like, wow, one Boss is crazy as so. hell. But like, besides <laughs> I, that, I, you know,
3: say if you don't buy the book for no other reason than to hear Little Sean feet dangling, <laughs> and you <laughs> got to read it to know what she's talking about. Right. 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 And in the moments where she's like, we can laugh about it now. now. And we did. Right, you know, right. When you're removed from the thing, you're like, okay, my friend's not in pain right, right. now. So we can <laughs> laugh about <laughs> it. Right, right. You
1: definitely will laugh, cry.
5: Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Everything.
1: Circle, highlight, exclamation point, and the press of the book. Um This definitely, is, it's, it's a good book, man. I do think that
0: people should read it with a highlighter.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes, guys. Like when we were talking about <laughs> giving out
0: um, book boxes with, you know, special gun oh, gifts mm-hmm. for yeah. different people. Yeah, I was thinking about putting a highlighter yes. in there. Yeah, you know, that would be great. There's just things that you know, like we go through life and we hear things. Like I, I mentioned one of the things that was said to me. You know, when you know better, you do better. There's certain things that people say. Or that you read that stand out yeah. so you. That can it can seem so insignificant, but it can really it carry through your, your life. So so much, your yeah. life even, even if only by a degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that degree can snowball into bigger things, yeah. Big bigger change exactly. Do you know
2: what I mean? You know, so so I appreciate this this book club that we did here. This, yeah. Because it, it opened up. Something in me that I want to continue to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Outside of come book, come on,
2: read!
5: I like that.
2: Yeah, I want to. I want to continue to grow. And Heather gave me a book, but she didn't give it to me. She told me about a book, and it's called "You Are Badass." Oh,
5: I've read that. And oh.
2: I, I so read that read is again. my That's next read out. that I will be starting. Not tomorrow because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but the day after. So, so thank you for sharing. For for. Yeah. Helping
1: with
2: the assignment. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. But no, but even, even as a consumer, because I bought the book. Right.
1: Right.
2: You know, as I a I think cons- we, all we
1: all bought it. it. <laughs> and, then, and then
5: we
3: got our, we got our assignment. We were like, oh, okay. Here <laughs> I, come I, with I was it. like, well, yes. I don't think my book, book showed I play think, play but but right. for I think my was like, yeah, I bought the book. So why are you to come in? Like, no no no. no, no, no. No, no. This week. You know, <laughs> and then so, it came on a text and I, I was know. like,
2: well. You know, so, so even though, you know, I felt like I knew the book. I, I, I
0: appreciate it. 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 Reading
5: again. it did. And hopefully it and sparks people to
0: do groups like this. To do, yeah. To within to their circles. And, and, well, that's what I'm hoping that this episode will do. I hope that, you know, women get together. I hope that men, men get together. Men and women. Read the book and then come back mm-hmm. and share their thoughts and their commonalities. Yeah. And where they hope to evolve to and... Look at some of the assignments and look at some of the questions and question themselves and Mm -hmm. figure out how they want to be better and how they want to make their relationships better or what they hope for their relationship. Or what do they need to get
2: out of? Because it's not just about how to make it better, but when do you know that this is just not it? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's not just like, well, how do I make it better? How how do I push forward? When 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 to when to to say you know when when it
1: wait what were you daughter. saying mm-hmm. somewhere in there where you say you know when do you decide that this is worth fighting for or when it's not absolutely and having the strength to leave and know that it's going to be better mm-hmm. and i'm an avid reader and a little bit of a book snob
3: mm-hmm. and what i found about this book was that it was highly approachable but still mm-hmm. insightful yeah. so while you felt like you could relate on multiple levels, from whatever facet of life you're coming from, it didn't feel dumbed down, right? But right. it was approachable, it was digestible. So I felt like anybody at any level could read the book, and it's and an easy read. It. It's and, an easy read, and that's not and that's not a negative thing. No, right. And what I think is important about this, it's highly approachable for yeah. men.
1: It didn't make it feel for like an men assignment, to read yeah.
3: this because we will see a book with a couple, a beautiful couple that says real life, real love, and be like, mm-hmm. let <laughs> put <laughs> this in my wife's Christmas basket. Like, this this is a book a man can read, enjoy, mm-hmm. learn from, grow from, conversate, right. converse about, rather. Right? right? friends. C- you can yeah. have a... You can converse kind of about insane. this with some of people. <laughs> you, could con- you, could con- you could converse. It's not a word. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. It's just But we like
2: it because it's easy. You can- I
3: despise <laughs> in- that word. <laughs> it's not a word. It's not a word. You can conversation about it. You can converse about it. You can get together with your boys and it is something you can talk about. For real.
0: Well, you know, I, I hope. Because I get a lot of DMs and emails from men that have done their girlfriends, partners, wives. Wrong. Looking for the dirty. The claws. The and they're claws. like, what, what do I need to the do? Blueprint. Blueprint. The
2: blueprint, yeah.
0: And how do I dig myself out of this hole? What was the catalyst for you to forgive? Just tell me what Read I need to do. Read this book. I'm going to do it. That's good. It, is yeah. it is in there. It's in there. It's in there. But it's not a step. It, it is a step by step. But it means you nothing. If you if don't you don't meet. put it so yeah you're gonna read the book and like, so what's my sheet from? <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> Is he available I'm for exactly consultation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you girls <laughs> for, thank you. For, thank you. for reading the book. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for sharing yourselves with our viewers. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys.
2: Comment below if you want more group chats, more <laughs> girl talks. Yeah, let us you know. know let us let know them how them you words. feel because we enjoy this. And I was very reluctant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me comfortable. Stop it. <laughs> I- <laughs> I <laughs> quick no, because I was reluctant about coming back on this. I, they, they
0: repeated stress.
2: They annihilated me. This was
0: the name of the episode is Cluster Bleep. <laughs> no, no, know. don't go look it for it. Painful. Don't
2: go look for it. It is a painful watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't watch it. But in case you're what <laughs> it was painful. <laughs> it was
2: anyway. Anyway, I never. There was nothing wrong with me in the first you're place. Right. You're right. Okay, You're right. right. But, <laughs> however, however, please, please let us know if you would like more of this because we enjoy it and we, the, we want you guys involved. We want to like answer comments. We want to come back and do this again. And you know, there's the KC crew like, again, yeah, Rashawn, But we will have more to come, and we will come up with something clever. And I want to <laughs> do this more often. We
1: want you Girl, to come heck. into yeah. Let like, us yeah, know.
0: Casey let us know because um, real talk. If you um, I'm
2: you, not being serious. Like
0: they would be they're laughing. laughing. Why do you have a persecution? Oh. <laughs> 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 I said you are serious. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm I'm, I'm here with you. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm here with you. Wait, with the shimmy? With my shimmy? <laughs> um, yeah. If if you find that you've gained anything from our conversation if you've made it this far um mm-hmm. let us know because if you do then we'll do um more talks like this but more concise i think moving forward i would want to have like maybe one topic yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. For, we can one talk for topic four years huh yeah,
3: we can talk for four
0: years yes i mean we can mm-hmm. talk forever but this was more so in book club format yes which you know goes on until everybody gets all of their rocks off, yeah. so and I think that we did so.
5: I think we did a better job, We're not speaking over each other, you guys can
0: understand this podcast. Yeah, yeah, our, And our production was much better, yes. this time than it was uh, you, the, the last Thank you, where <laughs> where we were trying to pull it together on the couch. So, patient. Mm-hmm. so, anyway, thank you for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys. This was another episode of the Casey crew, but with a different crew.
3: Toodles! Oh.